Yes, and welcome to the Trek Time Trek Show. Hello, everybody. We are back once again to talk about everything Star Trek, all the latest news, and a bit of fun and things that are happening on the way. But first of all, welcome all our regular hosts. Hello, Auto. Hello, Shy. Hello, Stars. How the devil are the three of you today? How is it going? How has your Star Trek been this one this month? I am like a woman who just bought a new pair of pants and wants to show everyone the pockets, how big the pockets are. Because I just watched Pride and Prejudice, the the old five movie. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, uh, for the first Star time, Trek I Pride love and Prejudice. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Like you know, apparently classical literature is like good or something. So I gotta I gotta look into that. But uh, allegedly. <laughs> I thought I've been told. I, I've had no life outside of Star Trek, Fraser, and Twenty Four for the so last to, like. Wait, you went to Pride and so. Prejudice? That's a leap. <laughs> it's dude. I, I of course I got hooked on yeah. Hallmark, and now we're on to Pride and Prejudice, and that sort of it looks so. Yes, oh, I've been told Roy Kirk that there are other versions out there. BB miniseries, miniseries. Yeah, yeah. Sort of I'm style. a '95 Colin Firth guy. Old school BBC series. That's the way to go. But yes, you're right. It's Donald, my gateway. Donald Donald I'll get there. It's, well. His version did come first. Anyway, uh, that is the second time I've made that joke today. I don't know I'm not gonna laugh this time. It was good, but you don't get credit twice. He, wor- he workshopped that one in the uh, pre-show. I did. Yeah, we, we 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 discussed it. Went back and forth a few times. But yes, we are here to talk about all the latest Star Trek news and have a bit of fun as well. We're bringing back Showdown. Showdown is going to be happening where you people in the chat and the live show get to vote on some things. And we're going to be talking about what are the best Trek tropes and what's the best Star Trek food you'd most like to eat. Uh, first of all, I'd like to quickly announce that our award show, I know I keep mentioning this all the time, but I'm going to drill it into your head so you don't forget. Uh, our award show will hopefully be happening December the 16th. Uh, so please come along and join that. We're going to have some surprise guest video call-ins. We're going to have lots of categories to talk about. And it's not just Timelines Talks this time. It is all of Star Trek. So we're going to have a big celebration of Star Trek through the years of 2023 and 2022. Because obviously we weren't talking about it back then. Um, so that is coming up. Now, shall we start with possibly the biggest news there could be. The one that made everyone happy. The one that made everyone jump for joy. Because... We did it. We saved Star Trek Prodigy. All the fan campaigns went out. Everything went out. And Netflix have officially renewed Season 2 of Star Trek Prodigy to air, uh, I think, early next year. But yes, congratulations to Prodigy. Awesome news. Now, for those that haven't caught up on Star Trek Prodigy, you should probably watch it. <laughs> We're just Yeah, now that you know that it's a dead series. <laughs> I'm just fucking dancing, man. I'm fucking pleased. Like Prodigy, yeah, I was hypnotized. Like, okay. <laughs> you were hypnotized by the majesty of my 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 imitation of that cat doing the the head pump. Um, yeah, no, fucking Prodigy. Like I was not convinced at first, and then it immediately turned it around and became quickly one of my favorite track shows. And just I can't tell you how fucking glad I am that someone was smart enough to go, hey. A really good kids show done by people with like your know, fucking clear credentials behind them. A beautiful art style. It's really popular. Why don't we put it on our service? Because Paramount Plus are too fucking stupid to put it on theirs. Despite being the home of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Netflix, you know, thank you for saving Star Trek kind of twice because they did Again, it with yeah. Discovery as well a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And without that, you wouldn't have any of the new shows. So. 
No, it's all, Netflix, it's all good news. The hero for once. <laughs> well, you got to think. <coughs> excuse me. The, like Netflix as well has a huge user base, like much more than Paramount Plus. Despite like Netflix's mm. wavering content over the years, lots of people have it for their kids to tune in. You know, pop the oh, like, it's got all of I don't know something. I don't have Netflix, but it has all of like say Bluey on it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such a wide user base. I don't have it. But... I'm not on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got all of Bluey on it. So why not play Bluey followed by Star Trek Prodigy? Just you know mixing it up there. But yeah, series two will be beginning and if you haven't seen the clip that's online uh we are not only going to be rejoined by mm. kate mulgrew as uh, uh admiral jane way but also robert picardo will be joining as the emh the original emh from um star trek voyager so very hype for that um what where do you think they're gonna go in season two bearing in mind the end of season um, one if well depends if you want to spoil it for auto yet or not where no one goes has gone before, I would imagine. Ah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. They should hire you, Shy. You've got good ideas. Yeah. Yeah, you should be in some Thank sort you. of Star Trek production, maybe musical. Perhaps. Uh, let's not push it. There's there's talent, and then there's you know hopeful dreaming. Uh, before we get to that specifically, you know people always talk about like the golden age of the internet, like the late nineties mm. or whatever, where mm. yeah. you could like go places and not be destroyed with ads. And there's like. Every few years after that, you realize, oh, maybe that was also like the golden era, like uh, when Netflix first hit and you didn't have 5,000 competing stream mm-hmm. services. It just keeps getting worse, like over the years. So there was a period some years back where Netflix had almost everything you kind of wanted to watch, and then they just started splintering off into everything else. So uh, it's currently dark times, but you know, worst day of your life so far. Maybe in 10 years, it'll be even worse trying to watch the things you actually want to watch. So. Uh, I'm happy about this news, even though I'm not the biggest Prodigy guy, and I will enjoy it while it's available. Hmm. Um, for anyone that wants to catch up on Season 1, you can't stream it anywhere, but the Blu-rays are available. But I'm not sure if they actually said if Season 1 was coming to Netflix or not. I'm not entirely sure. It. I, mean, I would I'm imagine like, they would have gotten the rights for that. There's no re- it would be really silly if they had Season yeah. 2 but not Season 1. Like, so I can't Netflix. think of many instances of that happening. Go and check. So it should be on. If, if it has, it might be on there now. But... Uh... Yes. So, yeah. Uh, do you know if it would be available now? Or might be. I mean, if they've got the rights to it, why wouldn't they? So maybe it's there, or maybe they'll wait check. and just go. I will check for you live on stream. Netflix. What watch, we, some watch, kind watch. of news show. <laughs> <laughs> Checking live, live, live huh? from the cop from the Netflix I'm cop. Amazon. Yeah. I'm sure Amazon didn't go after this. They they just throw money at franchise. And they're already a portal for Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy into a Paramount Plus subscription through your Amazon Prime portal. So I, I don't yeah. know what the decision be, was. Uh... It might be an option as well, because they just say they were shopping it around. There's no reason it can't be on two services. Like, for instance, I don't, whether they have an exclusivity or not. I know it, it could be on Amazon and Netflix or whatever later on down the down the road. In the early days of, like, Picard, when Picard first coming out, it was in, in America, it was CBS All Access. In the UK, it was Amazon. You know, it's ink all over the shop who knows the, the sky is open maybe they'll get strange new worlds eventually on netflix so the rest of the world can enjoy it without having to get paramount plus everyone else can join the civilized world maybe well, netflix has the... drawn up another terrible contract like they did with disney where they yeah. can create all these wonderful marvel shows and then disney's like nope ours but... yeah that's the well yeah. yeah bearing in mind that paramount kind of just went no we don't want this anymore we're just going to write it off as if it never happened i don't think they're going to fight too much about getting it back um, while you're on Paramount Plus, you could also watch Frasier. Not that I'm shilling, but Frasier's actually been quite enjoyable. <laughs> actually, episode five, uh, last one to come out, is the best one yet, I think. So, This is the new one? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, good? It, it, it's okay. It's it's okay. It's not Frasier. 
but for a modern sitcom, it's not bad. It's got Rod- hmm. Rodney from Only Fools and Horses in it. He's quite amusing. Um, okay, Wild Stars is scouring the uh, the Netflix library in the only way he knows how. Uh, let's okay, let's go back to another. Go on. Prodigy is not available right now. Okay. Oh, stinger. So it probably is going to be getting added at some point. They'll probably make a big song and dance over it. They will. It's an easy um, PR win to be like, look, that series that everyone was like screaming about is now available again. Oh, well, sorry. You know, I'm completely talking out of my head here. But what are the odds Saudi Arabia starts like a streaming service and starts throwing money at everything? Because, you know, the way they've been sports washing and then and now they're going after esports. And I think it's they like, don't. They don't tend maybe to, they make inroads into yeah, entertainment, too. I think they don't tend to start anything new themselves. They just invest a lot of money into other things to get money out. Okay, of themselves, so which so. streaming service will they buy with all that uh, hey, oil I'm surprised money? There isn't one already. I'm surprised. I would be surprised if Paramount is already halfway on their radar. Or on someone. Yeah, side. yeah, be either Paramount or Netflix. I feel I don't feel like yeah. they'd go for Disney Plus because I think don't think Disney yeah. would want to give that up. Uh, and Amazon Prime again, I don't think um, Bezos would want to give that up. So the funny thing is, I was actually looking into um, it's not um, streaming, but it's about video games. There's a um, group called the Embracer Group who have been buying up the rights yes. to a ton of um, yeah, classic video game franchises, and they promptly bought up like a ton. I think it was like Tomb Raider and like a load of other. Um, like well-known franchises, and then they were about to get a you know I think it was like two billion dollars of investment from Saudi Arabia, and then they put a lot of money into that, and then it was promptly yanked away from them, and now that group is basically throwing everything to the wayside, yeah. and it's all kind of imploding. So while that that investment can be great if it happens, it can be pretty disastrous if it doesn't. So I'm not sure if I want that mm-hmm. acquisitions. I mean, the future of Paramount in general is is and wavy territory especially now with all the actor strikes as well it's it's all see see where we're going to be in like halfway through 2024 but um we'll have some news on that uh a little bit later but let's have a bit of a... <laughs> shy shy will let you know as that develops what <laughs> yeah like. shy thanks, is our, thanks. Uh, yeah i i, I was like having my hands in the my future in the hands of 12 really rich guys in the middle east yeah. that's that's uh <laughs> my uh, idea welcome to the club my friend yeah yeah <laughs> What is the what is the, Sean, what is the, what is the state of the SAG-AFTRA stuff at the moment? The, the strikes because I say you're a bit closer to the ground on that than we are. Um, I mean it's it's we literally will get updates. I think Sunday night was the last update I looked at where they the the motion picture companies had come back with what they claimed was their last best hmm. offer. Um, uh, you know, that's <laughs> which is never true, true until the next last best offer. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, so like, it's just like a I love that. Like last best offer, as if like okay, if what if we reject it? I guess we're doing without actors now. <laughs> like, right. good, no good Tom Cruise for you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no one, no nothing. <laughs> just only uncredited. All the interns go yeah. out there and do it. Yeah, just the scabs. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just mad that this happened before they had AI in place, so they could automatically replace everyone. They're like, we were this close. Yeah. I know. Disney was already working on it. They're like, damn it, they caught onto us. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, no, go away. No, go away. Sorry, cat. Um, she's forgotten my feather. <laughs> anyway, oh, I thought okay. you were going to me, as usual. 
<laughs> go away, everyone, go away. I want to go. No, um, I need you for this next <laughs> bit because we're going to return to Star Trek Four. Watch, 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 watch. Um, there's been a little bit. Do you know what? Every time we do this, I think that's it. That's going to be the final bit of Star Trek Four news we ever have or anything to talk about. It's not happening. It's dead. They killed it. Nothing's going. What are you doing, cat? Stop eating things. Anyway, sorry. Uh, the final. Way. <laughs> um, so. Very, and this isn't really news. This is just me teasing you. But very recently, um, what was his name? Did, uh, James McKinnon was a uh, makeup artist for allegedly was hired in his own words for Star Trek Four. And in his words, um, I was hired for one week and then I was hi- fired because that shut down. Maybe it happens again. Well, we'll see. I don't know. We were getting ready to start to prep that movie, Star Trek Four, supposed to shoot in the middle of 2022. And it's supposed to come out in 2023, but a script rewrite went in the different direction. So a little, I, I think this is more for a historical accurate, uh, a, a bit of news to say like there was actually some production happening. At some point there was going to be Allegedly. a little switch flick to go, hi, let's start with Star One Trek One guy 4. promises. One guy promises, but that's your uh, that's your Star Trek, Trek, Trek 4 watch, watch, watch uh, news they, for they this should month. Ditch, they should ditch any screenplay they have unless it involves whales. New, yes, actually, yeah. You know, I mean, if they're gonna follow yeah. the trend, this, this, if they should, because you can't say the one without the whales for Star Trek Four. <laughs> they both have to have whales in them. I think they need to bring back Cumberbatch to save the franchise. <laughs> but this time he is John ha- John Harrison or whatever his name was. The, uh, he can the... be the taxi driver that uh, Chris Pine flips off. <laughs> yeah, right. they'll still be in San Francisco, but he'll be a suspiciously British taxi driver. <laughs> <laughs> and a double dumbass on you. <laughs> a genetically engineered taxi driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent cumberbatching there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I like no. Dr. Strange, I know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, Star Trek 4 is not happening. It's probably never going to happen. They, every now and then someone pops up. There's like, no need for it anymore. Not, no. Who cares? I can't wait for someone to come, like, like, the next, you know, the, the costume designer to come out of the woodwork. He's like, yes, I started sewing uh, a seam on the uniform for Chris Pine, but then they told me to stop. And and then someone came along and went, stop that. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> like, you dare. <laughs> How dare you? Who cares? You know, Who I don't know if this anymore? is an unpopular opinion, but I liked Pine and Yelchin. Uh, and urban quite a lot and i don't think i liked mm. anything else about like the, the casting for those movies maybe that's a little bit too harsh but just i mean simon pegg is scotty wasn't bad yeah, yeah he wasn't bad and i like him in other stuff i just didn't he didn't do anything for me as scotty so he's but, one like of, said, he's one of the few things i actually appreciate about into darkness because guess what like fucking hold on to these moments because i'm never going to say anything nice about it again scotty's <laughs> like whole storyline about hating um you know, the militarization of Starfleet and, you know, like putting up his resignation and all that. I think that's one of the few actual plot threads in Into Darkness that I think has any kind of weight at all and contributes to it being a movie rather than just being an assemblage of, like, old tropes from a better movie. Um, and, you know, Peg did it well, but, yeah, it's like... Mm. Ugh, I feel I feel dirty saying anything nice about it. <laughs> Had a good soundtrack. Well, they should wait ten years... They should wait ten years and just put them in the monster maroons, right? Like that's no, no, no. Come <laughs> on, the, uh, the jumpsuits. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Motion picture jumpsuits. Come on. Got a baby. Yeah, redo Vidro. Only you on that. Only you on that. <laughs> yeah, we could get the pajamas except, in between. Except Vidro will be a white British man <laughs> instead of a. It's me, Virgil Jur. Yeah. 
Well, if there's, everyone, if there's anyone we can relate to being the villain, it's probably going to be uh, an old white guy as, as Viger, so. Sure. Of course, it's every American production always has a white British guy as the villain. Like, it's just, it's a standard. You see him, they're like, he's the villain. Mission Impossible happened, it was, it was the white British guy. Come on. Always was. Uh, not that I'm offended by their remarks. Anyway, let's move on over to some mer- merchandising. We love merchandising on this show, don't we? Because uh, anytime they do something with merchandising, we're like, hurrah, they remembered it exists. But there is some new things coming out very soon. Uh, there are actually going to be some Lower Decks Funko Pops coming out in the near future. <laughs> and there's a thank okay. you, Auto. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> How do you sound on Funko Pops? Oh, what's um, on my screen? Oh. So, Funko Pops are, are this thing where if you're into a franchise that has no merchandise, <laughs> there will be a Funko Pop. If, you, yeah. if, if you're looking at, like, I want to represent my love for this franchise, and it's like, what have I got? Funko Pops? Like, okay, fine. I guess I'll get a Funko Pop. And I own, <laughs> uh, like, five of them um, of obscure characters very much. But they're not great. They're very no. much a, a conveyor belt thing. I, I hate the weird collections people have. That weirds me out. I don't like... Yeah. If I go into someone's... With very few exceptions, I know that my friend Marie, she collects them, but only very certain ones. But like people who collect just all of them, no matter the franchise, and they're like, oh, this is going to yeah. be worse thing one day. I'm like, guys... The Beanie Baby phenomenon, isn't it? No. Yeah, that yeah that baffles me, and I think that those people need help. All I can think about, have you guys seen this? There's like a, a picture of some guy in a court case, like he's getting divorced, and they're dividing up their assets. Oh yeah, and he's on the floor of the courtroom sorting out beanie babies, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't <laughs> oh even. Like, yeah. I've never felt I'm surprised worse. The marriage lasted that long. Yeah, <laughs> like like third world people that can't eat or have access to clean water. I feel slightly less worse for than this poor guy in the middle of the like. We should with send the them beanie, some beanie babies. babies. Come Come on. Yeah. I mean, they're they're harmless, right? I don't want to gatekeep collectibles, no, no. right? Like, I mean, they, but they, they are actually like, kind of ecologically harmful, and that like they're a yeah, yeah. plastic that gets thrown away. <laughs> sure, they're you know, but they're like they're solid cubicle fandom decoration, right? <laughs> I love my cube. Like you, you can put it there and let people know they're like the sticker on the back of your car, you know, like on the window, the outline of a fandom that you like. <laughs> Stars hates them so much. He's He's just ducked out from this conversation. No, I'm actually, um, I am going to provide you with some proof as to your point. Because, uh, like, as I mentioned, I, I actually have six. I forgot I had this many. Um, yeah, but, but I people have, give me Funko obviously. Pops every once in a while, and it's like, it's oh, nice. Wow. It's a nice gift. It means they're thought, it's thoughtful. They're like a greeting card then, on, the, on, the, on your area of interest. Yeah, yeah, they are, nice actually. Way. That's a very good way of putting it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so let me piggyback because I always I, I all the time feel out in the cold with you guys. You guys are big collectors, and then uh, shy you're always on top of the props up. And I've like nothing in that realm. It just doesn't interest me. But if you get something Trek themed, merch theme as a gift, like then then I hold that close to my heart. That means a yeah. lot. So I wouldn't yeah. go out of my way to do it. But if someone does it as a gift, I think that's a, that's a thoughtful gift in that realm. So yeah, that's true. Mm. 
So we have, uh, I mean, to be fair, I hate Funko Pops. Like, that's my personal opinion. I don't like the soul. They've got solar size and they just look like, they're, they just look weird. Like, I don't mind action figures or things like that, but these just look, yeah, the, the cold dead eyes of a killer, like staring at you from across the room as they're plotting your demise. Like, imagine this fucked up Toy Story film that's going to happen with all the Funko Pops in the future, which I'm surprised actually hasn't happened yet. I'm surprised Funkos have not been. Yeah, no, how's that not happened? Yeah. What the fuck? It should be like a Lego movie thing, right? Like, where they yeah. just can cover oh every franchise because they have except they have no mouth so how can they scream <laughs> uh that was that was angel one started the transition with uh with the little cattle prod uh, uh lego flame things of death so <laughs> <laughs> um but yes we have so you got tendy for podcast listeners there's tendy mariner um boimler and rutherford and badgie and badgie with a mouth <laughs> I thought you meant ten-dimensional mariner. I'm like, how does that even work? That's way too many dimensions. She stares into your soul with those cold black eyes and rips your soul asunder. <laughs> I mean, mariner would. I mean, yeah, just for fun. But there's no actual release date on these yet. So those of you that do like Funko Pops, fair play to you. Um, and you do want these because they do. You know, I will say for Funko Pops, they do actually look pretty faithful replications of the character. Like Mariner's got a bit of sass to her. Tendy's holding the pad, and you know, Boyle was probably the kind of the nerdiest one there screaming yep screaming i would hope be screaming has to be screaming no. uh cranky and chat asks trek figures show when uh, we've Ooh. done fashion trek and that was well received i'm sure we could do something along those yeah. lines as I well could do some eagle stuff. Do a few. yeah i don't really have the any... trick with the badgy one is just to put googly eyes on top of its uh, solid black yeah, eyes so it yeah. actually looks accurate, like right? actually wouldn't mind that <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that doing that will make it look good that's even more menacing in some ways. So, <laughs> awesome. Um, it's on brand. So, um, was going to talk a little bit about Lower Decks season four, but I won't, considering you guys have not watched it yet. So, I will just. I'm pop- probably going to end up ben- binging it over the next few days. You at should some do. Point. I will ask chat though. Pop some. Pop something in chat. What did you think of season four? What was your favorite episode? But say, be spoiler aware for the guys here who have not seen it. Not that there's a huge amount of amazing spoilers, but there is a few little things in the finale that maybe uh a little bit more sensitive. Uh, but yeah, let's know what you thought about uh Lower Decks season four. But. Very recently, New York Comic Con happened. I believe did Shy, did you go to New York Comic Con? I I did go. Yes. Also, I liked Lower Decks season four, by the way. Okay. Good. <laughs> but yes, I did go to Comic Con. Shy was spoke there. on the panel. That's... Yes. Well, did you, you did something, didn't you? Oh man, the panel. No, well, uh, the the lecture group that I work with, Nerd Night, is coming out with a book, uh, oh. uh, a collection of like eighty essays from different nerd night lectures over the over the past 20 years so oh, yeah cool. we're excited about that yeah. but uh what what was your news about new york comic-con well there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a, uh star trek news happened there kurtzman was on a panel uh alex kurtzman producer of all of star trek the the patron saint the current showrunner all of star trek <laughs> right back to the 60s <laughs> all of it forever all even all the time travel's real he went back in time and he put on a wig, put on a bit of weight, and married Major Roddenberry and went to town. Um, no, uh, he. There was a panel basically talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm scared also, about the memory alpha entries that are going to pop up about Kurtzman in 20 years and be like, oh, I was he about ruined. To say, what a redemption arc! But then I remembered that we watched Angel One and all of Roddenberry stuff on it. I'm like, no, that's the that's the opposite of a redemption arc. <laughs> That's your villain hug. <laughs> oh, guys think I can fuck it up? Well, ah. <laughs> So he spoke a little bit about Starfleet Academy, the new series, which is tentatively on the on the cards to go into production, assuming when the actor strike is resolved. Um, 
as soon as it can, but I believe the writers are back in and he can talk a little bit more about it. Uh, and he will say, showcase... Well, I'll just read read the um, the transcript here. Kurtzman showcased the humorous vein of the upcoming Star Trek Starfleet Academy, portraying it as a com- comedic-leaning series. Uh, the humour-laden direction, underscored by the involvement of Tawny Newsom, Mariner, in the writer's room, uh, promises a hearty chuckle amidst the celestial voyages. This new edition of the Star Trek lineup embodies the timeless camaraderie and riveting rivalries among a youthful cadre of cadets under the tutelage of seasoned Starfleet officers as they venture through a universe fraught with challenges and a lurking nemesis threatening both the Academy and the larger Federation. So I believe that's the first time we kind of heard of any kind of serialised elements. So this, to me, sounds like it's kind of taking on the discovery because this is going to be 31st century i believe we have been told and um i believe this is going to sort of take on the vein for people that still want the serialized storytelling um that discovery did and gives the some of the writers to have that avenue or somewhere to produce that content i mean that makes sense like you know if you think about serialization it does suit a you know a static location Mm. more than you know that's why voyager could never really get any serialization going although it you know it did have its other problems and it did should have been serialized yeah it didn't adjust yeah the case on look we're we're serializing believe us and everyone's like could you not (laughs) Um, and then kess left the show that's malicious compliance like people who want a serialization like all right we're going to give them four seasons of the Kazon, and if they say no to that then they just hate serialization (laughs) clearly um because yeah, it was like with DS9, you know, the whole um, ethos behind it was you can't escape the consequences of your actions if you have to, you know, come up and you know wake up in the same place next week. You know, you don't you don't get to jet away like in TNG or Voyager. So yes, it makes sense it can be serialization. I'm kind of maybe I'm just weird or my brain is wired differently, but I'm kind of surprised you actually mentioned some kind of nemesis because I was like, oh, the yeah. academy. So the only bad guy is going to be like lack of sleep. <laughs> deadlines and probably that one professor you hate <laughs> so, okay no we're gonna have to be dealing with stuff my concern is like i don't want them to do that when they say the literal phrase is lurking nemesis threatening both the academy and the larger federation i feel this is going to tread on lines that prodigy has already done like the we're a bunch of ragtag kids who sort of you know guaranteed they'll go rogue a little bit and then they'll save the world save the universe and it kind of feels like a bit of a tired plot device i wouldn't i don't really want them to do I, I hate to tell you this, Idol, but like your group of heroes assemble from disparate origins and save the world is not a uncommon plot thread. Back to the Odyssey, really. It's kind of every story. <laughs> it's, it's every story. I like... understand that, but I'm thinking of like the larger universe threatening plot or, you know, that kind of thing. Look, that, yeah. So long as it doesn't end with an AI taking over Starfleet <laughs> and trying to destroy the Federation, I'm fine with no, it. No, no, okay? don't get it. It's a metaphor <laughs> for the SAG after strikes. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, a whole room of script writers just ripped up papers and threw them in the air after you said that, Stars. They're going to have to go back to the drawing board. Uh, I am tentatively um, uh, optimistic about the phrase comedic. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a word, not a phrase. Because I was dreading some kind of like teenage relationship drama CW yeah, sitcom same. thing. Uh, and so hopefully the, the comedic bent, I mean, they proved it can work with Lower Decks. Um, and it doesn't need to be animation to be funny. So maybe that would be a, a fresh take on something. So still withholding judgment. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. All right. Well, there's there's exactly 0% chance that you won't get some CW romance. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Storylines in a Starfleet Academy show. I know. Um, I mean, but yeah, there's, considering the fact that if you think that... Oh, sorry, you go. No, I'm done. I was just saying there's tons of academic stories, you know, not just in Star Trek, but in across of all genres 
of film and television that they can call upon to make this show interesting and engaging without just having a like monster of the week. Mm. Although that worked for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so why not just do That's monster true. of the week? That was week? all work. That was good. <laughs> you know. So. Now you're like giving me the idea of like a Star Trek Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I'm kind of here for That's it. That's not honestly. a bad idea. Well, that's kind of just DS9. I kind of just DS9. If you think of like the the wormhole is just the Hellmouth. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, that's not. not yeah, I'll never contest, yeah. And you've even got Armin Shimmer in there. It's kind yeah, of yeah, it's okay. Kind of you got, yeah, Mary Wiseman is Giles. You know, it all works. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, yeah. Joke that, I'm not hating it. <laughs> there's a joke that Brian Regan does where he says the spokesman. Uh, the sales pitch guy for cranberries must be making a killing because they put cranberries in everything. You want, you like apple? How about cran apple? You like raisins? How about cran raisin? You know, so I, I think that like whoever's pitching all this Star Trek stuff, they're like, uh, what genre have we not touched yet? All right, we'll shove Star Trek into that too and come out with a new series. Well, yeah. And uh, so it's kind of been be- becoming a runaway freight train at this point. If it works for CSI, it can work Good. for Star Trek. Yeah, that's true. Although I think most of the only ones I like are Las Vegas and Miami. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, and it's like, yeah, you talk about CW romance, and it's like, well, if you think about it, Spock and Chapel, that whole thing was kind of CWE, but I didn't hate it because it yeah, was but it's done hot, well. So. <laughs> it's hot, huh? <laughs> so that's the only difference. They just have to be hot for you to enjoy it. The delineation point is, do I personally enjoy it? If not, then oh I'm going to like construct. Some uh, I see. Look at that Ben Zeitz like, breathers. Oh my god! Look at the scaly blue skin. So what, what you're saying is, <laughs> if they can get Babs to appear in Starfleet Academy, then it's an instant win. He'll travel. <laughs> He'll travel 800 years into the future. 900 years into the future. Yeah. No, I mean it is. That's another good point. The world building on Discovery in the 31st century, it was really cool. I thought. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I want to so, see yeah. more of that like far future world. So mm. it's it's nice yeah. that they're setting it there. Yeah, because like they they did this thing of like here are the very broad strokes of what we you know of what this world is like, but there's not a lot of very specific details about what happened to this, what's happened to that, what happened to the Klingons, what happened to this, what happened to this. It's like there's a lot of room to go. Cool, you know, throw it out into the wild. Anyone can have their go at that story, and especially for a Starfleet Academy thing, where it's like if you think about how often Star Trek has played the an old race that was our enemy is now our friend you know like you know card and it's a good card to play there's so much material like guess what maybe like a, a young changeling turns up or something like Jemhadar is like there that'd be cool you, you never know but and 800 years is a long the time academy and they're like oh he's so borgy I can't believe you're hanging out with him and then that's gonna be like <laughs> they're, they're gonna have Borg enrolling in the academy and getting along with everyone I mean, if it's the Jurati board, maybe I could actually see that being a thing. I think that was kind of my yeah. I mean, yeah, go. No, I'm just saying they they have it built in. They're, they're, this is sort of a reboot of the Federation because everyone's been separated because of the the burn. Um, for is it decades or centuries at this point? I I forget what the I think it's centuries. Was. I think the burn happened. Well, I've got a list for it somewhere. There's like a few hundred years between the burn yeah. and the start of. Uh... So, you know, you're, these people are aware of these alien races, but they haven't really been interacting with them. There's been a sort of enforced isolationism. I think that was my problem so. with Discovery Season 3. Like, I enjoyed it for the most part, and I think I enjoyed Season 4 more. But the reason I didn't like Season 3 is because we're introduced to this, basically, this whole new universe for Star Trek. And it, like you say, it was painted with such broad brushstrokes. I was just like, I need a few little bit more, you know, I need a little bit more exposition on this, on that. They say, like, the Federation's fractured. There's only 16 member worlds or something like that. And then all of a sudden, it all comes, it all came a bit too small universe but at the same time, 
didn't quite clarify in some of the details enough like you know what how exactly was the federation working separated from earth i think but then they've but then that's discovery it focuses more on the drama and the situation at the time than more the universe building which is kind of my main complaint about that series but still enjoyed it um dudes Sahil walks down the hallway for 20 seconds and he's the number three voyager that makes zero sense <laughs> A big look, base, man. Fine, he was so dedicated more. to that whole sector, all by himself, every day. Who cares? If it was a ripoff of season four of Lost. It was great. <laughs> he wasn't punching numbers in. That's the difference. He was just brushing his teeth. I'm, I'm glad you're the only person who's seen Lost that far, dude. If we can get Terry O'Quinn, I want more Terry O'Quinn in um, in, in, uh, in Star Trek. That would be awesome. Yeah, you a freshman, right? Didn't he die? Hmm? No. Am I thinking of someone else? Anyway, at the end of Pegasus? No. No, he was the alive actor. at the end of Pegasus. Is he? The actor I'm talking about. Oh, the yeah. actor. No. no the actor's I alive, I'm pretty so. sure. Uh, see, 71 and oh, okay. residing in uh, Minnesota. I must be thinking of someone else. Anyway. Um, Michigan, stop right. trying to kill Terry O'Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, Terry. You as well for you. <laughs> there, there's some kind of, there's some kind of uh, uh, hatch in the center of Starfleet Academy and for four years we're going to try to unlock it. I think that would be compelling television. Isn't that Attack on Titan? <laughs> Everything's yeah. derivative. Great artists it's steal true. stars. You should know this. <laughs> this whole it's show true. Is That's how I do from... all my table swapping. This whole show is stolen from every, every other Star Trek podcast on the internet right now. Uh, how dare you. We've had a update. A very quick update. Thank you Adamantium who just literally sent me a message to say, never mind Funko Pops, what about this threat to Funko Pops? And I'm now just bringing it up on screen. If you guys watch the stream. That, hang on, sorry. I just... Oh, I gotta look at the stream. You gotta look at I the know, stream. What the... So this is the latest threat to the Funko Pops reign. That's right, the rubber duck Jean-Luc Picard that you can buy now. I'm pretty sure I saw some of those at the Star Trek convention back we went to back in uh, back early uh, this year. Would you would you get a? I, I don't know. I might get a Jean Luc Picard yellow rubber duck. I'm watching. Sorry, the I, I, I gotta watch duck. an ad. You <laughs> oh, you just outed yourself as not a subscriber. Oh, that was arrogant. <laughs> um, I, I okay. think if I had children, I would be inclined to to you start them early with that sort of thing. But uh... I mean, it's fine. It's cute. Yeah, you know, red rubber ducks. If that's your thing, <laughs> if that's your yeah. bag, who would you rather have than Jean-Luc Picard? Uh, Could you do a wolf rubber duck? Easily, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it already tiny, exists. Tiny stick batleth made out of reeds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. Hey, I bet you it already exists. Is there anything they could do to a war faction figure that would that would not make you want him? What's yeah? What's the worst? What's the this far no further? Um, if there was some kind of like uh, production error and he came out white. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it's happened. I've seen that. I've oh, seen okay. that kind of production error where they they've because it's like just all it takes is for the paint to go wrong. Um, yeah, there is actually a wharf rubber duck and he looks great. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've just been sent to Hang on, let me get let me get that. Hang on. Yeah, wow, great. actually, yeah, that looks really good. I kind of want it. I'd have more bars <laughs> yeah, no, if, I, if I had this wharf rubber duck. There we go. <laughs> oh, there's a little one of, of Scotty with the tribbles. Wow. And one of Riker with a trombone. Oh, and like a TOS playing on the spot. These are cute. These okay, are great, okay. actually. Actually, I'm not entirely And there's one in, of um, Judge Q. 
Oh, wow, there's loads. Hang See, on, the Spock one's good, and the Judge Q one is very good. The Borg one's yeah, pretty cool. Very good. I'm not convinced these aren't all AI <laughs> pictures, like, just been generated, so <laughs> gonna need to see these physically. I mean, they're all branded. That's not usually what you get with AI That's stuff. That's very true. So. There's Riker with a trombone. I'm not super into the Picard, though. No, I think the other ones mm. are better. I think the other ones are better. There we go. Yeah. There's a Borg duck. Cranky's I'm there. better. Oh, it's a James C. Kirk one I'm as well. I'm better now. Now we're rubber duck talks. We don't hope so. This is all rubber ducks for the next two hours. It's just ducks all the way down. It's just ducks all the way down. Get your ducks in a row. Okay, I'm going to get my ducks in a row. And carry Barry on. Yeah, you can completely tell by the hairline that that's, that that's a Kirk duck. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> and the, the wig even comes off. But he snatches and comes mm -hmm. back on. Idol, get us out of this conversation before we're all ducked. Okay. Oh. Let me, let me get the quack out of it. Okay. Come on, that was good. Duck off. <laughs> But they're very, very collectible. Uh, okay, Kurtzman also spoke about the Section 31 movie. You know, that thing that I'm still not sure has happened. I believe it exists. Mm, I'm sceptical. Fans, yeah. go on. The truth is out there. <laughs> El Camino, the Section 31 story. <laughs> Uh, kind of actually yeah <laughs> a little bit fans this is this is quoted from from the site uh, fans exhaled a cosmic sigh of relief whatever that looks like as kurtzman Dude, i could write for these sites this is great <laughs> as kurtzman yeah, yeah, confirmed as kurtzman confirmed michelle yo's unwavering commitment to reprising her role as emperor philippa Giorgio, despite her soaring acting career post uh, her oscar win the spin-off spiralling out from Star Trek Discovery, if those don't know, delves into the enigmatic corridors of Starfleet's covert operations, heralding a narrative laced with espionage and existential quandaries in a small, what, one hour, 30 minutes, two hours? Um, I mean, movies get to be two and a half hours now if you want, if you're feeling this is, spicy. This is, this is another time they've had to come out and go, no, no, it's still happening, like they've been doing the last three years? Uh, I feel like that is partly because of the whole... Um... Uh, writer and actor strikes like mm. they have to reassure people no yeah we haven't got any news to show you but we promise you it is actually being worked on i feel like that's partly what's going on there mm. i'll take what I they think... can give me but it really should have been a series like yeah. like cloak and dagger like mm. spy stuff it should have been a series but do you think michelle, do you think it's going to be like the the mission impossible films and michelle yos are going to do her own stunts and sort of like skydive from orbital from the eye from the um the International Space Station. Are we going to see her in the Starship Generations like orbital skydiving now, right? outfit? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't stopping her. No. I think they're going to do an Academy crossover and have Michelle Yeoh take a young graduating Tom Holland under her wing and train him in the art of Section 31 espionage. Can we get Tom, Tom Holland, Holland into track? Is he too big? I don't want him in track. I, no, I don't want him. I wouldn't mind him. I wouldn't mind him in the Academy series. Mm -hmm. I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm. Which Marvel person would you want in Star Trek? Oh gosh, there's a question. Uh, mm. Man, give um, me. Can I get Samuel Dave, L. Jackson? Dave Batista. <laughs> Batista. I, do you know what? Yeah, Batista's good. good. Batista's I, a really good actor, actually. So yeah, there's he been is. a there's been a lot of talk about people wanting um, Chris Evans as a Star Trek captain, and like that would be like answer mount uh, levels of appeal. Like that would be cool. It'd be fun. If we're adding. A new captain. It's Daniel Day Kim, or it's nothing. That's the only thing I want out of a new Star Trek series right now. Mm, I could see. 
I mean, they wouldn't be able to afford it. But the problem Robert is, Downey I can't G- look at Daniel DKM now without seeing all the the good Doctor memes. <laughs> are there a good, lot man. of good Doctor memes? Yes, there are a lot. You are not around for the <laughs> influx of the "I am a surgeon" and so on and so forth. Well, stars exist in spaces that we can't even conceive of. He's seen things. I, I, I watched that show. I, I wasn't aware of the memes. <laughs> There's meme dimensions you've never There's heard There's one of. where, like, they just, like, who, paste who the made most of them shy? <laughs> <laughs> There's one where, like, they just paste a picture of a fish over the main guy. It's like, I am a sturgeon! I am a sturgeon! Oh, God. Like... You did write these. You did write them. <laughs> Yes, the actual answer to why I know these things and you don't is because I'm young. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, Turning God. 30 I'm next year. Snapper. Are you with it? Yeah. I am with it. I am hip. I am down with the kids. Okay. Speaking of down with the kids, who knows what a kid cootie is? Because I... Uh, Auto knows. Intimately. Cuddy? No, no, no. She's House's boss. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Damn it. Yeah, now you're not making us feel seem old at all. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, referencing that 20 year old show. Uh, yes, no, Kiku DD. Uh, what a great fucking show. I love House. No, don't yeah, get me wrong. It's a good show, actually. It's yeah. just, it's, it's it, one of the better Sherlock Holmes adaptations out there. <laughs> I would love, actually, I would love Hugh Laurie in, in Trek in some capacity because he's a very good dramatic actor and he could he's do be good. anything he uh, legitimately. <laughs> he should play a <laughs> No, you should play a Vulcan. I can see my house from <laughs> Oh yes, we just watched Unexpected, didn't we? Oh my the god. The greatest crossover joke of all time. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> so he has written an original song um inspired by Star Trek called Heaven's Galaxy, which you can find on YouTube and all plans. And if you are a Kikudi fan, go check it out. It is he has been very much on record to say that he is a big Star Trek fan. But it doesn't stop there. There is now uh, a collaboration with Fortnite where you can get uh, a Kikudi Star Trek skin. <coughs> I believe there is also a Mirror Universe skin as there, uh, uh, as well. Wait, um, a Mirror Universe skin? What's it do? Just give your character a beard? No, no, it's the Discovery one. It's the, the gold. That's right. The gold oh, okay, thing. right, right, the uniform. Uh, right, right. And yeah, cool. there's also some merchandise, some uh, hoodies and... Th- merchandising? We're all about merchandising on the show. I'm just going to pop you the link in chat there so you can see some of the, the jumpers and things that are there on his show. And it's it's... Nothing I would wear, but I know there are people that are into that, and I think it's it's. An I mean, I can see what you wear, idol. <laughs> hey, hey, represent <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm intrigued to what you think about this whole sort of like experiment because this is kind of probably one of the more unique things Star Trek has done is affiliate themselves with a, a very a, a popular musical artist to produce like different ways of inspiring people to kind of go. Uh, you know, oh, this is Trek, you know, people who would be, because he's, you know, I, I think he's, I've, I listen to one of his tracks, I think he's a rapper, sorry, I'm being my old man phase now, not being with the new music. Oh no. <laughs> I know, I'm so terrible. <laughs> I gave it a go, it wasn't my thing, but at least I gave it a go, but, um, you know, people that wouldn't I did listen- see these outfits. I did see these did outfits. At, yeah. At, oh, did the, you? Yeah, nice. they were cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at New York Comic Con. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's an interesting collaboration for people that would listen to his music that wouldn't normally be into Star Trek to kind of go like, oh, wow, okay, there's that kind of representation. Like, I know there's a lot of basketball players that have been representing Dragon Ball Z, of all things, that are massively into anime and things like that. You know, it's it's a, a weird... Well, do you know that um, Arel Williams was a massive um, uh, Star Trek fan? No, I didn't. No. Yeah. His original, like, um, I think label was, like, Star Trek. 
Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's, okay, like a, that's cool. Yeah, no. So Pharrell himself. Yeah. But look, I think they had Lizzo on Star Wars, right? They had Lizzo they did, on yeah. Metal oh, yeah, I forgot so. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Star Trek. Um, so, so this is one of those things where it's like I don't know if you can ever truly destigmatize Star Trek as the nerd show. Hmm. I feel like there is something too inherently wholesome about the premise, and something a little bit too like it, it it's a little bit too like ingrained in pop culture as you know the 60s tos thing which is inherently quote-unquote naff even though we love it you know it's like with dog Two, like there's always gonna be a slight nerdy stigma to it um that being said i'm not against the attempt to try and make it a bit more marketable to you know, younger people because like otherwise how i if you don't attempt like they're mm. never going to hear about it no um Otherwise, it stays in its own little lane. And I honestly think that more people would be happier if they watched more Star Trek, because I think it is genuinely, for the most part, a very good show. You will be happier um, With a lot this. of good messages. Well, a lot of good idea. messages. They, and, uh, yeah. yeah. They, they could create a show geared towards kids and then mm. renew it for more than one season. <laughs> like, that would be yeah, a great yeah. way to get the next generation yeah. of viewers. Yeah, no, I, I hope someone at Paramount realizes that. That, that sounds like yeah, you're yeah. onto something now. Mm. There, there is a saying: you're not making Christianity better; you're just making rock worse. Uh, you're not making <laughs> Star Trek. Like, you're, not, you're not making Star Trek cooler. You're just making other stuff worse. Or I don't know how that would work, but the premise is there. No, I'm gonna keep gatekeeping my my Berman era TNG episodic shit until the end of time because that's what I enjoy. You can't watch this. This is mine. This that's is my right. Shit. You wouldn't understand. Picard's on a different level. Um, yeah, so um, I kind of want to install Fortnite for this. I don't know. I've never. I, I played Fortnite once. Um, I've. And yeah, yeah. I, I do. Just to clarify, I do normally play video games, but I, I don't play online ones that often. So unless it's Overwatch. Anyway, talking of games. Watch, 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 watch. <laughs> talking of games, Star Trek Infinite is now out. It has launched. Buyer beware. However, there are a ton of bugs with the game. Uh, currently, there are some mm. patches slated for development. It had a bit of a rough launch, but um, overall, it came out with some fairly positive reactions for those that weren't going, oh, it's a Stellaris with just Star Trek on it, which it kind of is, but if you can look past that and you've never played Stellaris before, yeah, go check it out. Have maybe check a few patches time. Worth look at. But this does lead me to my next point, which is there's potentially another studio that has taken a Star Trek license on. Jumpgate uh, Publishing, a Swedish group, have announced that they have secured the license to develop a PC and console game based on Star Trek. So it's okay. going to believe it's on the next generation DS9 and Voyager IPs, is what they say in their press release. So, like you say, the Berman era Star Treks. So this sounds exciting. And they say in the press release, we're excited that Game Excite. Uh, is working, which is the uh, game development company, they say uh, Jumpgate on the publisher, uh, is working on one of the largest science fiction IPs in the world, spanning, spanning numerous episodes, movies and books, captivating audience every day on TV stream, blah, 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 blah. Not only does our team have experience dealing with licensed properties through its work on Asterix games, including the upcoming Asterix and Obelix Heroes, but consists of diehard Star Trek fans who plan to deliver a deep, story-driven game that puts players in the captain's chair. Now, that sounds quite good, doesn't it? We like the idea of a deep, story-driven... You're going to pull out what they've been making in the past, haven't you? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm. Uh, so, I did have it linked. I did have it bookmarked, but I got rid of it. So stupid me. 
Hang on a second, let me just get it back. But well, we, movie? right, talk to me of the best things you like about Resurgence, the recently released um, uh, Star Trek action-adventure game stars, while I find this link again. Um... So lots of really good uh, in-depth in, in like uh, callbacks and nerdy little things that are there just for people who love very certain bits of TNG. Um, or very, maybe if they don't love them, they at least know them. Um, lots of really good in-depth character writing. Um, I didn't love the loading screens, but to be fair, the PS5 version is now out, so I imagine oh, it cool. probably fixes some of that. Um, I actually got the free upgrade. I'm probably going to replay it now. Um, what else do I have to read it off? just like a lot of attention to detail and like a feeling of care and you know like just i want to replicate this feel of star trek because star trek has a very certain feel especially mm. that tng berman era trek is a very particular feel to it so uh ruin my hopes and dreams idol what have they made so they made asterix and friends remastered which is a mobile city building game with timers and all that kind of stuff developed in 2014 and is available for free on the google play store and apple app Wait. store and blah 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 okay is Go this asterix the french yes Viking yeah. Gaul. yes asterix the Gaul. Yeah. yep one of my favorite things when i was growing up i used to love asterix <laughs> but uh they've also asterix is good but yeah they've also made idle asterix <laughs> Which is not a game about me liking that. No, it's a game about an idle simulator with the Gaelic village, um, like you find on a mobile game, yeah. And Bugging Gamer, yeah, you're right, Asterix is amazing. Uh, they've also developed Asterix Heroes, um, which is more kind of kind of tactical side-scrolling Plants vs. Zombies kind of thing I'm seeing here. And they've also developed Galactic Journey, which there's currently under development. So, uh, you're right, sorry, Gaelic, yes. Um, a lot of Asterix games... So like a lot nothing. of nothing. Nothing, essentially, yeah. But they've but for them to go from that to a, a deep story-driven game is a hell of a leap, which I'm questioning what it's going to be. But it, they do say it's going to be released on... Uh, where did I read that? Sorry, on PC and consoles. da 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 da, -da. Well, well, did, I, read, did I say that? Did um, I say that? Oh, yeah, PC console game, yeah, based on that. Like, here's the thing is that, like, I have known smaller developers to have pulled rabbits out of their hat. Um, it's not unheard of no. for them to pull something kind of like nuts. There's a um studio called Bend, um, and um, sorry, pun. Um, they're only like real credits were working on a load of like kind of low end PS Vita games, and then they came out and did a big uh AAA thing for Sony called Days Gone, which like, had its problem, but it was actually quite well reviewed. Um, and they just kind of they had no precedent for being able to do that. Now, granted, they had Sony money behind them when they did that, so this is a slightly different equation. But I don't know. Depending on the writer they can get, and like to me, well, if I, maybe I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just release a mobile game. Like this sounds like they're gonna. If they hadn't put that well, PC console thing there, I'd be like, this is on be consoles, so yeah, yeah. On, on consoles. That's what kind of gives me because like with console games, there's a certain expectation. Like it's not, mm -hmm. it doesn't usually. You know, they can't really do an MMO because Star Trek Online kind of has that dead to rights. So, I don't know, maybe? Uh, I wouldn't hate it. I would love it if we got more Star Trek games of varieties. Like, I would love a Star Trek tactics game that isn't like 4X, like a proper real-time strategy or more of a, a turn-based thing. I'd love that, but... Like a waiting. I don't know. Let's see. List, yeah. Yeah. Oh, waiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we need to play that. I really want to play that. We'll get to it. <laughs> We're currently working our way through Elite Force 2 at the moment. That's, uh, that's the current plan. Having a great time as well. We are having a great time with that. Uh, you can check the channel for that right now. But yeah, I'm slightly concerned, but also intrigued to see what they they come out with. Hopefully it's not another 
chuck as your cash mobile game but hopefully it's the team that runs game excite has kind of cut their teeth on maybe these mobile games are going right now this is what the stuff we really want to do so that maybe this is their kind of treading ground to go hey this is the passion project that will make us a load of money who knows as always i'll always buy a star trek game because i want to see more things in that area i did buy infinite i haven't played it much but it's it's there it's it's ready i bought resurgence and watched you play it but yeah i i want to support this this kind of stuff yeah, you done your playthrough of Resurgence? You said you were going to. No, not yet. No, I've, I've I've just got myself a lovely new computer. You should stream so it again. Uh, yeah, that's true. We should do that. Um, you know, did... whatever else you can say about the history of Star Trek games, uh, at least they haven't gone down the route of like uh, Madden 05, Madden 06, Madden mm, 07, yeah. where there's yeah. like no improvements except switching out rosters. And granted, they're not popular enough to have done that. Maybe they would have if Star mm. Trek games are wildly popular, but. It's just nice that they're at least trying something innovative. You know, they're almost always distinct from each other. Yeah, I still want a side-scrolling beat 'em up. You know, like Streets of Rage style with lower decks. Lower decks I think yeah. that would be yeah. so good. Give me like the remember the old Simpsons and X Men arcade games. Give me that for lower decks. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Castle Crashes, that. that kind of yeah. stuff. That that that's mm. my dream. If I had a load of money, I'd be going up to Paramount, going to make just make this. Even have the four players. It'd be really easy. Exactly. Yeah, you've literally got four characters. I and they even did the remaster of all those uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games recently that yeah. were very much in that vein. Oh, yeah. it's a big, it's a, I, it's want, a I want a li- I want a Lego Island remake where instead you're on the DS9 promenade and you go around like doing fetch quests for everyone, like the <laughs> Klingon chef Online. and that's everything. Star Trek Online. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, that's a no, little give bit me a Star Trek army simulator where like you you live on Bay and you have to keep on going up to DS9 <laughs> and get your supplies and you have to go back down to farming. <laughs> the, the province of ripping me off again. <laughs> 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 and then every now and then the, the Kardashians the will have Dominion show, come yeah. and form your farm <laughs> but there's no like they couldn't be bothered to code in like a, a resistance simulator in there so you just kind of shrug and go better rebuild my farm <laughs> no I'm not leaving my home <laughs> Kira go away I refuse <laughs> <laughs> you know, every now and then Kira turns up and destroys your house yeah <laughs> which turned out to be Odo all along okay uh, <laughs> moving on very right, short. Let's just start the track track episode then. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just watched that one recently, so oh, did I, I've got opinions. Interesting. Tell us. Go on. Don't hide. <laughs> Share with the rest of us. <laughs> uh, I'm actually perfectly content to stick. I'm such a boomer to stick with my '90s Star Trek games that I enjoy, like Starfleet Command and Birth of Federation. We did play Birth of Federation and, the other night, that and Armada One, and so you know, I have I have no relevant opinion on on this newfangled stuff. We're sounding like such old people tonight. It's so great. <laughs> you, you guess what? <clears throat> you know what should happen? You should find out some way of getting auto to play Resurgence in UB as Copilot Idol. Ooh, we could possibly. I mean, I think we can that do that. I'm, I'm, I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing birth now, and we we're talking about streaming Portal Two later. So mm. we'll, we'll do some some co-op stuff. I'm sure. You can't think in such three-dimensional ways, right? Um, very short treks has concluded all six episodes have been released on youtube guys what did you think of short treks now its entirety has finished this another a little star trek experiment that's come out some were better than others that's all <laughs> <laughs> like some of them were quite good actually um some of them were not Holodex all the way around was quite were. good but i did not i mean we've spoken about this before i did not enjoy the snot planet gross one that was <laughs> yeah. 
Although uh, you, you are the biggest enjoyer of fart jokes I've ever met in my life, and they just—they almost <laughs> never—they almost never work for me. I like—I'll watch something and be like, "That was terrible," and then thirty minutes later, I'll see Ida link it and be like, "I busted a gut laughing at this." That's like uh, <laughs> different strokes, I guess. Farts are uh, funny. I want to go big picture and ask uh, each of you guys: Are uh, we've talked about it a little bit before? Are you in the vein of watering down the IP, or are, are you just like? Anything you want to try, just give me more Star Trek. Like, where, where do you on that spectrum? Where do you guys fall? I am firmly in the give me whatever you want. I think that Star Trek is so long lived and has expanded so much, and there's so, there's so many different strands of the franchise that appeal to different people that you can just throw out anything. I feel like, and it, it, I don't feel like you can really dilute the brand. I feel like you can damage it. Like, I feel like there were things that definitely damaged it. Into darkness. Um. Gene Roddenberry. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> you can only damage what you've created. Um, but I feel like I've never been like, you know what, there's too much Star Trek. Like, I mean, I feel like I've been, I've been like holding back on watching Discovery Season 4 and Lower Decks Season 4, but it's not because I'm like tired of Star Trek. It's like there's something I know for a fact that those are generally pretty good pieces of media, and I'm kind of just saving them for a rainy day for when I'm like, I have nothing to do right now. What's going to be put me in a good mood? More Star Trek. And it's like, I don't feel like that's ever going to really change. And I would much rather have too much or a lot of it than fuck all of it, mm. because that was what the existence was for a long time from like 2005 to kind of <clears throat> 2016 when you only had the three color movies coming out. Like, they, uh, they had a little bit of a, a, a flashpoint there, but, like, I don't know. It wasn't for me. Uh, Shai, what do you think? I'm going to pull Chad on, on this, too. Um, Yeah, obviously, there needs to be some sort of editorial hand guiding the whole thing. But I think, you know, I think Kurtzman is actually pretty good uh, in the new Trek era. He's he's actually... <laughs> the the product looks good. It, it You know, it's... Yeah, you have some misses like Picard Season 2, but overall, it's... Mm-hmm. It's very strong. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. I, I need more Trek merchandising. <laughs> the, the, like, this is the main. That I will always bring this up. The lack of Trek licensed merchandising and toys and props and costumes is atrocious. Uh, you go into any comic book store, you find tons of Godzilla stuff, tons of anime, miles of Star Wars content, and you'll find like three dusty old models from Star Trek. Like yeah, the Dis- yeah. Discovery season one Klingon interceptor, <laughs> that looks like a like an insect. Like that that that's what you'll find on the shelf of your average comic book store collectible store. It's like, do you want to go out and buy a phaser? Cool. I hope you want to go to like the really expensive replica shop or Etsy. Mm. Uh, pull up and chat, folks. Let us know what you think about the grand dilution of Gene Roddenberry's vision. I think um, I'm like in your poll that says be choosy but grow. I think I'm in that category because I don't yeah. want them to just Same, kind of yeah. give us like three concurrent Strange New Worlds type series at the same time because I feel like that does dilute the, dilute the series. I think doing experiments like the Kikudi thing, like the very short treks, um, like Section Thirty One, Stop the Academy. You know, th- these are all different areas of <clears throat> excuse me, different areas of. Um, multimedia or media in general that are they're testing testing the realms of it you know and they're, they're throwing things there's no harm in throwing something at the wall and seeing what sticks you know if you're putting a limited budget like you did in very short tracks and people come back and go this is brilliant they'll go yeah let's make some more it's you know they get a tepid response or you know if they do a first season of starfleet academy and everyone kind of goes like 
oh no, they'll do a second series and they'll go, ah, no, actually, it's better like they did with TNG. The thing is, it's always where the individual draws the line. Like the things that you just mentioned as being like nice uh, outgrowths, I kind of feel like cross the line into too much. So I'm kind of in the middle too. But, you know, to put to pull it back to the short tricks, for example, I think it's a cool idea, especially to have like voice actors alum come on and, and, and still continue to be a part of the universe and add to it in some way. But on the other hand, if it's going to be a three minute fart joke, it's like I don't really need that yeah. in Star Trek. So like a, a silly joke is fine. But when it gets like really base, then, you know, for me, that's the turnoff. So I haven't seen all of them yet. I like the concept. But I think maybe if they could raise the the, the, the bottom end of mm. that just a little more, I, I would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, it's Forsco says, if you aren't careful, you'll end up with Last Jedi, Solo, and then whatever episode 9 was called, Rise of Skywalker. Like, um, I feel like, I feel like we've already had that. Yeah. <laughs> that was Nemesis and oh, Into, Darkness. Into Darkness. We already yeah. had our apogee of awfulness. Like, we already went through that. Like, yeah. No I, one I bats a thousand. Are... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except Trek. No time. one bat. <laughs> Yes, sure. Exactly. But no one bats a thousand, right? So you want enough content out there that there can be a minority, like a small amount of mistakes, like the proportionality. Yeah. You know, take those swings. Take the sw- Like, someone complained about the MCU content in the chat a, a little bit ago, saying that it... You know what? I want you to take a swing with a Oscar-winning director on Eternals. Yeah, it doesn't work, but you want... Choose the indie-oriented... Oscar-winning director, and let them let them take a swing. Nemesis and Insurrection are the Star Wars prequels of Tra- Star Trek. Terrible at the time, but up against the latest stuff, they're fine art. No. I'm sorry, my guy, but like, <laughs> like here's trash. the thing. <laughs> yeah, Nemesis is actual garbage, and I'm sorry if you defend it. Like, but Insur- Insurrection's great. I Insurrection's yeah, no, great. Well, I will insurrection. for Insurrection. Yeah. Well, no, insurrection. hold on. He's he's right. He's right. The prequels are terrible, and they still are terrible. So <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's absolutely correct. Yeah. But it's like I, I okay. completely agree. Yeah, from like 2017 to now, we've had five series. Right, we had Discovery, we had Picard, we had Lower Decks. Well, we still have Lower Decks, uh, mm-hmm. Prodigy, and um, Stranger Worlds. I find that on the whole, okay, so Discovery was controversial, and not everyone loves it. I understand that. I'm not here to you know, say you're wrong or whatever for that. Like, guess what? The content is the content, right? But I feel like the majority of it has been of a relatively high bar. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, and none Lower of it Dex is nearly. Strange New Worlds has yeah. been excellent. Prodigy has been excellent. Um, you know, Picard. Picard season three. I guess what? I if you well, season yeah. one, I still think is quite good, actually. Yeah. Um, and Discovery like... is excellent. Discovery is excellent. <laughs> Yes, guess what? I do actually really love I Discovery. found some I other people who agreed with me that start season one of Discovery is an underrated series. <laughs> yes, that's correct. I would like to say, and this is this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment, but I am trying to support your point here. <laughs> I don't think Discovery is, is, is great Star Trek, but I think it's a quality television show yeah. and maybe even good sci-fi. I'll take, I'll take that, yeah. I think it so, depends on your you know, value if, of Star if Trek. If you're talking like, because we're talking about a real wide swing here, from from three minute fart jokes to a great high budget like a television show. So like, if you don't like Discovery, fine, I don't like it. But you can't say that that's not like a worthwhile yeah. endeavor to add yeah. to the Star Trek universe because they put yeah. a ton of effort into it and and a ton of money, frankly. For podcast listeners, do you think Star Trek can be diluted? Twenty percent say give me more of everything. A big media sixty percent say be choosy but grow the franchise. Twenty percent say less is more. 
And you know what? I feel like it actually does have to be said. Like, so I was way big active into like the Tumblr, like social media thing, and it's like into various other social medias. And it's like, guess what? You may not like this fact, but like the Star Treks that most people get into first nowadays are the ones that are considered lesser. People do not start with TOS or TNG. They start with Voyager and they start with Discovery. That's what they start with, actually, because they're the ones that pop up first on Netflix. They're the ones that are the easiest to get into, actually. Um, and guess what? If they're the gateway, then that's your route into... Okay, say someone starts watching Star Trek Discovery in 2017, that person is probably like still loving Star Trek and probably like on Reddit, they're on mm -hmm. Discord, maybe they're in our Discord. Maybe, which we have a Discord, by the way. We flash do. That, mm -hmm. Flash that Discord. Um, <clears throat> they, they are now a part of the community and it's, they it came in on Discovery or whatever and then they went back and then they are still with us. And it's like, you can't really devalue... Because that's what keeps Star Trek alive, actually, as the fans. Like, that's historically been the case. If no one is turning up to watch these things, the franchise dies. Mm. And, you know, you, you can absolutely have your quibbles about the quality of said content. Um, I think that, arguably, there are parts of Strange New Worlds and Prodigy and Lower Decks and even Picard that are high watermarks that the old series never reached. Um, just as I think that there are low points in the newer content that the old ones are probably never going to be matched on. Guess what? They're different strokes for different foes. But the I don't only know, reason the original <laughs> Trek's watermark, <laughs> the low watermark, is pretty fucking low. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's it's broad. It's broad, right? They mm. they they swing hard on TOS, and there's a lot of misses. Okay, but Roy Kirk, you're saying they don't start with those and they roll the pool for it. If as long as they start it, does it really matter where you start? Yeah. There's two kinds of people that I can't stand. People like Discovery and the Dutch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There's right, Nigel Powers. <laughs> so um, there, there's there's a kind of article I hate, and I see it every year, and it's always wow. Season three of what of Picard is the best Trek since DS9, and there's one season four of Lower Decks is the best Trek since Voyager season two. Get it out. Season, and it's just like I read this, I read this, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you writing? You're just espousing a comment because you really enjoyed this series and you didn't like anything like what you. But even though you did, you just watched Strange New Worlds. You must have enjoyed. It. You watched season one to three of of Lower Decks. You enjoyed it. It's like stop making clickbait titles. You fuck. But anyway, what did you think of Very Short Treks? Anyone? Anyway, did you enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> All Trek Some is good Trek. Thank you, Bargain Bin Gamer. Thank you. Uh, thank you, yes, Davey. Absolutely, that is completely true. Mm -hmm. um, guess what? Uh, <laughs> give us another round of them. Give us another round of them. Like like I always said, raise the bar a little bit so we don't have three minutes in our jokes. That's all I, I ask. I I think you can be very supportive and inclusive of Star Trek and and their attempts without blanketing saying it's all good. There's going to be stinkers. There's going to be stuff yeah. that they should have iterated on more before they released it. That doesn't make you any less of a fan to, to point that yeah, out no, and, totally. and still yeah, support yeah. the good stuff. Unless you're so. on this show, in which case we're all fake fans. Yeah. It's all Trek. It doesn't all have to be good Trek, but it's all Trek. It is that. Even the lies. Especially it's all even real lies. Yeah. Even <laughs> the lies. Especially okay. especially the lies. This uh hot topic, I shall bring it to a close. Speaking of classic trek, are any of you guys fans of the Seventh Rule podcast featuring Sirik Lofton and uh the late uh, Aaron Eisenberg? Um sadly passed away, but this could the podcast does continue with Molly O'Brien's actress as well as one of the features. Well, they are now oh, uh, Hannah Hate? Uh, yes, that's right, Hannah Hate. Um oh, yeah. 
they are going to do what uh, the Delta Flyers are doing. If you're not aware, the Delta Flyers will very soon be uh, reviewing Star Trek Deep Space Nine with Terry Farrell and Armin Shimmerman aboard. But they are going to be doing uh, Seventh Rules with Cyril Lofton are going to be reviewing the original series with none other than Walter Koenig. So if you're a keen podcaster, oh, cool. yeah, I kind of went, that's a cool mix. Oh, see now? He's, he's up there. By the way, uh, November 22nd, we will be having Walt Koenig on this show as well uh, on Timelines Talks. So that man is that. 87 just, years old stop, and still podcasting. Stop. Can, I, can I just clarify that is not the Walt Koenig. It is, in fact, one of our community members, Walt Koenig. In He's case known as Walt gets, Koenig. Right? Anyone gets their hopes up. <laughs> Bro, you could have had people tune in. Why are you self-sabotaging? I don't want to sell people lies. <laughs> it's not a, his name is Walt Koenig. You're not a very good Ferengi, are you, Idol? My lobes are too small. I'm afraid. No, I haven't had enough Umox. I'll, I'll definitely tune in just to listen to Koenig talking about how much he hates William Shatner. <laughs> At least for a few oh. episodes. Oh, that's going to give me life. I'm gonna just get sound bites. It's gonna filter down to me, and it's gonna be like some story about how like Shatner shat on the floor, and then like made everyone like walk around it or something like that. And I'm like, yep, that sounds like Shatner. Mm-hmm. I recently read Shatner's book called Leonard, which is about his relationship mm. with Nimoy through the years, and it is so self-congratulatory. Like you, you wouldn't even need to yeah. see who wrote it to know who wrote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it 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 ends with a letter he wrote to Nimoy. Uh, about like how much he loves him and and apologizes for stuff, and, and the fact is like Nemo didn't even write him back after that. So if you wanted to make sure everyone knew that he like tried to patch things up and 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 Leonard like didn't want to hear it, so well because didn't he do something really shitty to Nemo right before that? Like that was why he had to write the apology letter. And I was I remember reading about it. I can't remember what it was at the time, but like oh Shatner, oh like, that man is like what in his nineties now and he has not changed not one bit. No, but he is still going. You know, he Trek is still better for him. I think you know he he was oh, he yeah. was a trick or whatever, but God, he did so much for the franchise. So it's true. Star Trek Two is no like only half no the one's movie all good been. or all bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, Idol's close, but he has a little good. Yeah, game, yeah. So. We're, all, we're all shades of gray. <laughs> one might say. <laughs> oh, oh fuck God. off! <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> anyway. Uh, something for you, Shah. You were talking about a lack of merchandising. Uh, that you uh, this this will be very much up your street. Would you like to know that there is going from Factory Entertainment, producers of, of of such things as the um, Borg Queen uh, Repla Skull. Uh, they are break note. That's ducks. Where have I put Ooh. these images? Hang on. Here we go. They are actually producing a Khan's necklace limited edition prop replica, which I've now just brought up on oh, the that's stream. Hot. And that is quite. That's hot. a pretty good replica. Actually. It's actually yeah. really good detail. It is. This is uh, British uh, colonial money. I'm afraid this is 166 pounds. However, unlike, unlike the Borg Queen's skull, which was like a thousand thousand dollars or whatever. If you're a committed cosplayer, which I know you are shy, this might be up your street. And I'm gonna pop this link in chat now so you guys can see it as well. Yeah. Look. No, no, this this it's a beautiful, beautiful replica, but it annoys me to no end because I've spent years finding and sourcing every little freaking like doodad mm-hmm. and and original piece for this thing, and now you can just go buy it. You don't have to you don't have to sit there like <laughs> soldering like <laughs> coat hangers into the right shape for the 
for the circuit board pieces or, or stripping old cable wire. It's just right there. So I'm, I'm, it's beautiful. It's super annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I should caution, by the way, um, uh, Montauban's pecs are not included. And they are not, no. You have to produce That's those true. yourself. <laughs> it's inflatable. No. In I'm the looking... case. Yeah. So, you know, you can They're wear beautiful. this while watching, uh, while watching uh, The Wrath of Khan and just, you know, just, just rub it for good luck. I will avenge you. It reminds me, I was looking up Oresican flutes, like replica uh, interlaced oh, yeah. flutes. You bought me one. And the, those, those fuckers are expensive. Mm. Like, yeah. For, for a flute, like, come on. You it's know, kids, whistle, yeah. kids buy that like flute. dozens of recorders for their primary school, and you you want to charge me four hundred bucks for a flute? Like, come on, right? Like, if it here's the thing with the rest, because I've I've done a lot of research on the rescue flute. Like, would you want a screen accurate one that didn't play music because the one he had didn't actually play? Yeah. Or would you want a, an actual like a semi accurate one? Dude, that I want to bang out music. that theme staring uh, right. wistfully out the window. That's what I want out of my Resican flute. I actually so. have on hand the Resican flute that Auto sent me. Oh, you nerd. Look at that. You yeah, fucking nerd. class. That is a really classy gift, to be fair. Keep you... Yeah. <laughs> and it plays. That sounds nothing like the song. No. Um, I haven't learned the song on You that fraud! <laughs> God. Okay. I can, can I, I, can I pick ditties. option three, which is... yeah. I mean, that's all right. Um, do Salamanca. Uh, can I get a option number three, which is... Night I want bird. to play Girl from Ipanema. <laughs> Nightbird! <laughs> play Levitating by Dua Lipa. Um, <laughs> can I get option number three, which is a completely screen-accurate prop that doesn't play music, but you press a little button and it does the music? No, no, I want you yeah, better like one than that. Light. You press a little button and some hands come in from the sides and then play the music <laughs> for you. <laughs> Dude, they, they wrap around you. One they wrap hand. like ghost. <laughs> one they hand has to look like Patrick Stewart's and the other one has to look like that random stage hand. Hello, my love, my darling. Yeah, it just plays that. <laughs> They need. They also need a bosun's whistle that makes the noise. See, that's oh, the one you need. God, yes. You press it in, and it plays the tune. With the little out. LED lights on the side, so you know it's a few. Yeah, I want the, the Wrath yeah. of Khan one where you get like the full exactly. like side profile of it. That thing's oh cool. Oh my gosh, I like that. That'd be incredible. Um, but merchandising. Yes, merchandising. We're complaining about it, but actually there is some stuff out there. But it's it's expensive. Merch it's watch, just... watch, watch. Merch watch, watch, watch. You can solder your own, or you can do it right. I think it's time we brought back a classic Trek time piece of infotainment get ready for this Wednesday on UPN an all out war (laughs) competitors from all over the cosmos go head to head in a battle for supremacy Captain Kirk versus Spock, Captain Kirk versus the Gorn, Captain Kirk versus basic human decency find out who will fall and who will be victorious on Timeline Showdown. That's right, it's the Timeline Showdown. We are going to be pitting things head-to-head against each other and finding who's the victor, and you guys in chat can decide who the winner is going to be. So let's bring up Auto. What is our first category that we are going to be showing down? So the first one is Trek Tropes, but I've yet to decide if we're voting for the best Trek Trope or the worst Trek Trope. What, what do you guys think? Mm. Which angle should we take it? Let's do worst. Yeah. Worst? Okay. 
So I, I will be polling these. They're going to be short polls, so so pay attention. Yeah, keep your keep your eye on the trigger. So yes, we are starting with. Uh, should we start with the first category? So for those that are unaware of these uh, popular tropes in Trek knowledge, go and watch all the all one thousand episodes there are out there, and you know. Don't be a fake fan. So the first one is some kind of. We had this with Voyager fairly recently, didn't we? Which was, uh, uh, you know, it's some kind of. Pull up and chat, get voting. Uh, every vote was like, it's some kind of nebula. It's some kind of laser. Okay. Beam. It's some kind are of we hologram. voting for our favorite bad trope or the one that we hate to see turn up? No, no, the worst. Like, the worst. The one like, that we hate stop to see using it. Like, mm. stop using okay. it. Yeah. Or, okay. And the other option is Holodex run on haywire. some kind of electricity. Yes, yes. <laughs> some kind of. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> and the America. other option in this contest is Holodex. I'm doing this for the podcast. So Holodex gone haywire. How many Holodex episodes have we had that have been. Like 50. Just, yeah, 50. And that's a many. low bar. Um, <laughs> so everyone is voting for Holodex gone haywire. I like Holodex gone haywire. Kind of I kind of. Well, then vote, I, for the, vote for the other yeah. one. I did. I, voted for, I did vote for some kind of. But it's like. I love a good holodeck gone wrong episode. If, if it's a good one, if it's like you know, our man Bashir or the Killing Game or the Big Goodbye, I'm here for it every time. Because um, it's like it's always a case of, all right, are we doing the chaotic style thing where like there's kind of consequences if we you know, if we fuck up, but not really because the safety protocols are still on, um, or are we in the full? If I get shot with that you know, antiquated gun, am I dead? Like, okay, let me retort. Let me retort because we've only got like twenty seconds left on the timer. I feel like it's turning into pros and cons now. Um, <laughs> some kind of you're a scientific starship. You're going out into space. You have sensors Wait, I hate that. looking yeah. at, and you look That's at the screen course. and go, "It's some kind of nebula." No, it's telling you right there. It's a Class J nebula with high elements of ion and hydrogen or whatever gobbledygook you come out with you don't have to say oh it's some kind of shit i don't know fuck you who you are why are you asking oh, no, me nifty for point it just there proves... appears to be some kind of issue with the holodeck <laughs> it, it, it just oh, proves man. that the holodeck in the future is just porn because there's nothing else that people would that. deal with repeatedly that. <laughs> they would that would deal with repeatedly if it tried to kill you every thousandth time you used it Except for porn. If porn on the internet gave you a little electric shock every thousandth time you watch it, you would still yeah. go look at porn. Oh, and that's God. the same with the holodeck. Dude, th there sure. are worse ways to die in the 24th century than, you know, getting crushed by female Gorn in the holodeck. So <laughs> look at this. Look, dead even. Uh, yeah, it's dead even vote. So we're going to have to break the tie. And if we okay. go 2 2, since I had to do the groundwork for this, we'll just go with whatever I voted mm. for. So. <laughs> Fellas, what's the what's the trope that you want to get rid of? Is it the some, some kind, kind of, of some kind? Or is some it the holiday gun? Oh wait, wait, no, we want the worst wait, one to go. It's, so it's the one we're keeping. No, the worst one that you hope Trek never does again. I don't want them to do some kind of. I never want to see some kind of. Some really? kind. Don't I want also to see some, kind. some kind of. Yeah, Hol okay, holiday gun haywire. All right, oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> you're an actor. Like, How do you not love a good period piece or dressing up in stupid costume? That's like that's like eliminating once upon a time. From all writing, <laughs> that is like the in that is the inlet for almost like ninety percent of science fiction writing. It appears to be some kind of blank. What? All right. Anyway, well, fine. You know what it is? It's the it's a filler phrase that they use. Like, I guess what? And I use like. You know, if you ever like stop and listen to someone talk in the modern era, the amount of times they'll say something like like that, like it's like you know, like that. What's well, like totally? Guess what? Like, like that. You know. Like, I like voted that. for it because I love Trekno Babble, and I want—I would rather have Trekno Babble than for them to generalize something. Yeah. All right, yeah. Next don't, don't give me a boring one. Yeah. Next poll. The next poll like is: Would you? Which is worse, Badmirals 
as in you know your uh, half tells your uh, uh, God I forgot his name now I can't think of any because I've done uh, sac or sacrificial red shirt Pressman Pressman yeah it's another one I I don't okay know. so here's the thing I think that sacrificial red shirts is a in joke that makes total sense with how dangerous space is and how guess what more people should die more often. Um, Admirals, on the other hand, kind of under undermines Starfleet as a as an organization yeah. to the point where the in joke is what how does Starfleet get anything done? The higher echelons <laughs> are nothing but villains. I was about to say like <laughs> we've not had a good Admiral for in like in the modern generation, but then I remembered the guy at the end of um, Lower Deck season three was literally a Admiral. So yeah, he yeah, yeah. The, we, they are now, still does, doing. Does Admiral does Admiral include rogue Starfleet captain yes. trope? Is that rolled in so. there? No, yeah, because no, I think that's a different one. Because the, the admiral has the authority; he's the middle manager yeah. of Star Trek that everyone's had to deal with and can't stand. But They're related, like, but they are different. You know, Layton, Layton as well. Admiral, yeah, that's who I was trying to think of. Yeah, because there's a yes, difference we, between like Layton and then like like Equinox. You know, there's very. We are different. voting for the one that you want to get rid of in yeah, Star Trek that you've seen enough of. The one that you're tired of. Like yeah. that's the thing I like about modern Trek. Actually, that they've almost completely gone away with um, gone away with Bamrills entirely. Yeah. Lower decks was like kind of the anomaly except, for bringing it back. Except they haven't really, because there's the whole the, the whole trope of Bamrill is power corrupts, right? Yeah. And absolute <laughs> power corrupts absolutely. Quinn. I mean, yeah, we had like Commodore O in Picard. Oh yeah, she's not that's an true. Admiral, but she's Close still enough. up there, and she ends up being like you know. Well, that, yeah, but they at least modeled this plant as a good person. We have. We have so, clearly uh, the Vulcan Admiral in salt. Strange New Worlds, who is clearly a Romulan agent <laughs> trying to convict uh, Passat, number one. I'm, I'm on with it. For being I'm genetically, for being genetically uh, engineered, right? So, so they haven't got rid of the the trope. Uh, they haven't got rid of it, but they've they've stopped doing it as much. Like I feel like if you were doing TNG style thing now, like you would have had um, Vance in Discovery be a Admiral. Mm. You would have had Cornwell be a Admiral. You would have had like. A fucking mariner's dad would have ended up being a freaking badmiral by this point because see, they I, I want to get rid of yeah. All right, okay. I want to get rid of the rogue rogue captain one because that's the most ridiculous trope that they've done it on okay. every series. The fact that, that right. in Voyager they were in the Delta Quadrant and they still had to freaking do it. Right, right. We're on, we're on to the next one. Though. We're on a timer. We're doing we'll, the speed now. The next we'll, trip. We'll see them in the next round. So we do. Worry. Next one is parallel planet development or Kirk's romances. Which trope do you hate the most? It's, I don't like. I don't just like either of these. It's, yeah, but parallel planet development is just an excuse when they don't want to put effort into making aliens look alien. I think when they run out of budget, they're like, yeah, "Oh, they just developed." It's from the humans. reason. Like, it's a reason. No, there's an entry on memory alpha for a tricycle. <laughs> Okay. But here's the thing. I don't love the laziness of let's just set it on Earth. I do, however, love that there's an in-universe explanation for it. That I love. I love Hodgkin's law of planet. Like, that's because amazing. Yeah. I, I think a few times they came up to planets and just went, it looks like Earth. Oh, well. <laughs> I feel like they should name check it. Like, guess what? If Discovery Season 5 was had like mm -hmm. Burnham say, this seems to be following uh, Hodgkin's mm -hmm. law of pl uh, parallel planetary development. I would mark out. I would fucking flip. I would yeah. be. That's amazing. All right. The, the nail in the coffin for this was Strange New Worlds, where they hide a hunter <laughs> down in a fucking barber <laughs> shop with, bar with yeah. the the Mayberry uh, Mayberry like barber red and white striped pole out front. Like, miss me with that shit. Give me some aliens that look alien. All right. That's what I want from Star Trek. So, next the planet de parallel planet development. So. Yeah, Kirk's... that was intentional. I don't feel like that qualifies. How many romances did Kirk actually have, though? A million. 
a lot. There's a lot. There's a like, lot. I don't like think he 20, has many as people think. Like twenty-ish. I think Memory Alpha actually keeps track oh, of all yeah. of them. Of course it does. If it doesn't, it's not doing its job properly. Like some of them are better than others. Like I feel like some of them I actually care about. Other ones I'm like, guys, you mm. shouldn't have bothered. Don't try yeah, and it's convince enough. me he cares. Yeah, it's enough that they made a good joke about it in Star Trek Six, right? Yeah. Like, what <laughs> is it with you? Like, that's a great yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, McCoy is great in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, our uh, last initial round of categories we'll go through uh, is rerouting power from life support or TC two CCs of inapprovaline or inappropriate lean. I think that's what I was trying to say, but I couldn't quite Inapprovaline. I don't hate either of these. Yeah, what's what's the problem? life support is a tr is a like oh no now it's getting serious they can't breathe in a oh, minute hold on the issue is sometimes if you rewrite life support you have x minutes of air left sometimes yeah. if you rewrite life support you instantly die because you know you don't have any power to it <laughs> they got to stick with one or the other no but you don't realize is that sometimes they they hear reroute power from life support and so I'll just instantly like evacuate all the air yeah. Correct. Like, actually it's blown out yeah, yeah. i i think <laughs> it's 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 a cheap way to sort of bring a bit of drama because again oh we're gonna have to reroute power from life support and then all of a sudden they're in blankets on the bridge and they're cold or they're huddling up in yeah. 10 forward because they, ca they can't set fire to their quarters for whatever reason it does feel like a bit of a, a like oh we can't think of why anyone's going to be in threat this week so oh no let's just turn off life support and watch them suffer let's go hide in the catwalk of the and now cells oh, that's yeah. fine though that's and now the weird. limitation is reroute power from life support how about the holodeck no we can't touch those yes. oh god <laughs> yeah. it's got it's own own <laughs> why don't we use that <laughs> That made me so angry. That was the worst part of season three by a mm. mile. Yeah. And then, no, it and makes they, complete they, sense. Made complete sense. They had the nuts to try to give you an explanation like, well, when people are about to die, they really need some comfort. So we're going to let them go to fucking Sandrines and shoot some pool with the 30 seconds of oxygen they like, have left. Just take the power from the generators yeah. and let them survive. What the? Just do your magic voodoo on it and make the whole ship warp out of there. Like, come on. So dumb. Yeah, that was God, dumb. So Maybe it's like really Ghostbusters, where, where where they have like thousands of artificial consciousness rogue hologram programs stored in the holodeck system, and they can't turn the power off, or else they'll all get the Moriarty's all, all the way down. Like Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah, Moriarty just floods the ship. I love. I just I'm, I'm, season yeah. probably is completely in. A, is yeah, that's fine. That's, that's fine. I think that's that's much more offensive. Okay, we are down yeah, to like the like rewrite power is. You know. Okay, we're now down to the semi-finals, which we're going to go up against some kind of versus badmirals. Poll is up. Pull in up and chat. chat. Pull up and chat. All right, badmirals has a place. Can, some kind you can of. You continue lame. with badmirals. Mm. What well, are we are we separating out rogue? Because I think it's the same thing. I feel like you I, should. I'm sick they of rogue star They are interrelated. Yeah. All right, I'm rolling it. I'm rolling it in with bad rolls. The rogue Starfleet captain thing is, is okay, overdone. Okay. The fact that you have to put them in every single scenario. We could always, we could always have the rogue I mean, Starfleet yeoman as well. Except it's realistic. I still think it's some kind of. I still think some kind of. Some kind of. I feel is just lazy. Have we I had that in modern? Have we had that in Strange New Worlds no. or Discovery? Some kind of. 
Maybe it's maybe not that exact once. phrase. Yes, yes the I, musical episode, the oh, musical yeah. episode that you all like love so much is some kind of yeah. <laughs> like a zipper. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I hate weak explanations. I'd rather yeah, they I think give, this is what give it's another five to. minutes of Trek no babble. Yeah, so. I, I think it's just like uh, well, you know, or when someone says in English, you know, and they go right, it's like this. This could be like a a tired <laughs> explanation for something that they just can't be bothered to yeah. actually try and make up some science for. <laughs> Like you, you're Some a writer. Some kind of is as lazy as Paradox Planet. You're not wrong. You're, you're, you're wrong. a writer. You could write whatever the fuck you like, and it goes on memory yeah. alpha, and then scientists goes like, "Wow, I wonder if we can actually do that." Like you know, it's it, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, the amorphous nature of it inspires scientists to create something like that, like some kind of okay, <sighs> or some I, kind of astronaut song. A- some kind of Star it Trek. Its, it has its place, but if that you're one gonna, gets a pass. If, okay. If you get like eight episodes a season and you're wasting my time with like bar scenes instead of telling me why something in the universe is going wrong, then you've wasted your your time as a writer. I think yeah. so. Yeah. And it's like mm. as someone who had to write a lot of te- uh, Techno Babble for, or like you know, Techno Babble for like various different bits and pieces. It could be kind of fun, and you can inject some character into it. Like you can really have different characters really doing Techno Babble in different ways. But like if you're just lazy with it, then just like don't even bother with it. Okay, so some kind of is through to the final round. So uh, next round, also I think you need to. Yeah, there you go. You've done it nice. Uh, the final semi-final. Sorry, that's a terrible way of saying that. Parallel planet development versus rerouting power from life support. Ooh, I think it's life support for me. I still think it's cheap. I think it's cheap. Yeah, I think it's, like it's, it's cheap drama. Yeah, this one is tight because I really hate when aliens are just humans. And they do put no effort, but the reroute power thing is like either it's make people's easy, head yeah. explode as soon as you hit that button, or or give them ten minutes of air every time you pull the power from. Like you got to be consistent. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong thing. actually. Yeah, it, it is just a writing crutch actually. Like they're both right. I feel like what we're actually coming up against here is writing crutches, and we just don't. Think, it's a case yeah. of which one can you knock out from under okay. Star Trek before it all so comes the, crumbling down. The parallel planet thing hasn't really been a thing since I think TNG may have done it once. I can't. I can't remember, but um, it's not no, been well, like Stranger World. Episode of Stranger, Stranger, Stranger World's World. just. Did it. Yeah, I know, and but that, that is was... different though because that's intentional. It was well, they, they wrote it. Decided that's... to make it. I feel no, like it's, it's not as it's not they're not just gone. Here's a whole new Earth. Look, no, there's America. I, I feel like there's if we're talking about parallel parallel planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a barber be, pole fifty thousand the... light years away from Earth. That is parallel planet development. No, no because they no, the no 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 because... no. I'm with stars on this. Like they went out yeah. there and put that barber pole there. It didn't evolve naturally on the planet like the fucking mafia ones yeah. when they got yeah. a book and yeah. went, "Hey, Look. we should all talk it like this." You know, <laughs> Otto, when the I first race seeded. <laughs> The first race in the in the universe seeded all those planets. They seeded them with DNA <laughs> right. and images yeah, of barber poles. It was like there must be barber poles. <laughs> That's right. No, Captain Patel took that barber pole with her. That was her barber pole. She put it up there and yeah. said, "Good, I'm glad yeah, it's going yeah, to good yeah. use." And then the Gorn nuked the planet. Yeah. That wasn't planet. That wasn't planetary development. That was just colonization. Yeah, because yeah, you can still exactly. be angry about yeah, yeah. it. It was, it was, it was speaker, like we've got we got two seconds left. Okay. Gonna, oh, it's reroute, reroute power. Uh, okay. This one. Uh, okay. So for the good. final, it comes down to some kind of versus reroute power from life supports. This is this is going to be a one. I, what is it? A one, minute, of one minute poll. So guilty of both of these. 
All right, pull up Voyager is folks. so guilty of both of these. Which one do you want to Shit. banish from Star Trek for all time? Oh my gosh. I know. I think it's still some. It's got to be reroute me. life support. No. No. It's... Come on. This is literally the basis of all. <laughs> How many Spock monologues begin with some kind of? <laughs> if it's good enough for Spock, it's good enough for the likes of you three. <laughs> I... Oh, thanks. <laughs> is it good enough for you, sir? Passion, passion Trek. <laughs> I think I think I just think some kind of it's just it, it is lazy. You know, you could put you don't have to put Trek no babble in there, but at least don't you know it's two o'clock in the morning and you've had your third chinese takeaway of the night just at least just put something in there from the oxford dictionary of scientific terminology don't just go it's some versus kind of... a portable battery <laughs> versus yeah. the problem that became solved by a portable battery no oh, i think i'm losing this one how about this jack reacher all right we're fine <laughs> do you think starships should prioritize uh, being able to drink synthetic whiskey over breathable air? Is my question. Yes. Yes. Is, is that yes. the most important thing on the ship? Mm, yes. All right. Good showdown. Well voted. done. Reroute power from life support. That uh, is gone from. Well, we don't know if it's gone. It might happen very soon, but. Okay, has that actually happened very much in modern Trek? I can't yeah, think of the last time say, I actually heard reroute well, power from Disco, Picard season it. three. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They had to take yeah. it from life support because they couldn't yeah. take it from synthetic whiskey. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that, is that the only one though? I, I don't think Discovery's done it. I don't think. I, I, Strange and Worlds must have done it at least once, but I I can't I recall. Think so. Because no, I I, I'm trying to think of like instances where they would have been that desperate, and it was like you know when they were escaping the Gorn through the black hole thing, and it's like I don't remember them saying it from there. Okay. <laughs> Go for our next showdown category and our final one for the night. Star Trek food you'd most like to try. Hmm. So, for our opening uh, round... Go on. The first pull up and check. Go ahead. For our opening round is Hasperat versus Aldebaran Whiskey. What was Hasperat again? So, Hasperat is the spicy, Bajoran thing. Yeah, it's a very it's spicy, like a spicy kind burrito. of like herb thing. Ooh, yeah, it's a burrito. Yeah, it's yeah, Bajoran. I, I, I want to try it. Because like they they explicitly say like oh X Y Z person means makes a mean Hasbro and it's like I'm not usually a big spice guy but I feel like from what we've been told about Hasbro it's really good I'd probably be inclined mm. to try it try whiskey it like I, uh, how different can Al Debran whiskey really be to other types of whiskey Hold on hold on you're a non drinker well, so I'm not sure you can make that claim <laughs> uh, Actually because of you I'm no longer a no non drinker oh. so I do <laughs> hold on you've ruined him um bug in the so game it says i just... feel like it comes with pitta bread like hasperat and pitta ah, yeah a little side yeah i think yogurt. it does actually yeah, yeah that's good yeah that's cool i love description given in in preemptive strike of a tongue searing uh eye water and hasperat sounds a little bit too strong that scared me off of it so i'm gonna stick with the whiskey <laughs> no, but that's like a particular you know it's like a curry it's like oh not all curries made sense some of them are more mild than others it depends on the like, family recipe i love doing yeah. a kebab there's, so. there's no point in voting for aldebaran and brandy because there's only one one Star Trek alcohol that is going to sit on top of that throne. So you Trying might as well vote for a Hasbret. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I'm interested because we do have a couple more coming up that are pretty famous oh, in Star Trek. So mm. this is not, yeah, this is not comprehensive. There'll be more showdowns to come. We ought to be able Man, to. I'm hungry. I, am, I shouldn't I am, have done this while I was so hungry. I like whiskey, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. I, I like whiskey. Like, I'll have the odd one here, but I much prefer a good savory dish over over a whiskey, like with like something mm. filling. I'll tell something. Sick bay to brace for hangovers. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good. Dude, what a hole in one on that random trick. Nice. Oh yeah, let me try one. <laughs> oh my god, that was random. Holy shit! Nice. 
Just dinner like that candle. <laughs> well, that you know, I voted for whiskey, <laughs> and I'm already regretting it. I think I should have yeah. gone for Hasbro. Uh, well, whiskey stream. Throw that Hasbro in the trash. Hasbro was robbed. This is called Hasbro. A boy to start a war. <laughs> Dude, have you met us? We are luscious. Wait, what was it? A for a bit of cheese. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next round. Why am I doing that? There we go. Uh, oh, God, hang on. I've messed up my layout. There we go. All up uh, and shit. Blood wine. Glorious drink of the Klingon Empire versus Jumja sticks. I've got, it's got to be blood wine. I'd love so to try some blood wine. Blood is not a nice taste. It's not really blood. It's not really blood. Jumja sticks. Yes, it is. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Jumja sticks are a sweet treat on a stick made from the sap of a tree for people that don't yes. know. Yes. They look delicious, to be fair. We've seen them mm. in DS9. They look kind of like a popsicle, but like of a sap. I bet you they're really right. fucking nice. Klingons are the biggest bullshitters in the galaxy. It's called blood wine because they are proud and heroic. It's not. It's like a kind of fermented red wine. It's not really blood. So There's not enough. <laughs> no way. This is, a, this is a completely like carnivorous species of course they're but gonna they figure out that that something much. to do with they the drink blood. it all like the, the chinese they have like blood and pig's slaughter. blood they do they but can. yeah but like to get that much blood they would actually have to be doing oh, some real unethical shit like pumping blood out of people who are still making oh, yes, Klingon is doing something on. unethical crazy <laughs> <laughs> i believe from what we know <laughs> i believe real cake blood pie is made with real blood right Yes, so it would so. stand to reason the blood wine would have some kind so of animal pudding. element in it. That's pig's blood, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still try. Maybe, I'd, still, yeah. I'd still try. John just sticks. We get sweets on Earth. Like that's normal. That's, that's mm. yeah, but it's pretty. Like, it's a it's an alien tree. I bet you it's delicious. All right. The the food should have been separated from the drink on this. Mm. Uh, yes, in but, this, uh, competition. <laughs> but can you honor your ancestors and really revel in your victories unless you are drinking blood wine? No? Okay. Oh my god, a bunch of sh diabetic sugar addicts here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just I just want to eat my jumja sticks in peace, okay? <laughs> I just want to read my book Look, and I, eat I my just, jumja sticks I just grabbed eight, I just grabbed eight items that I thought everyone would like have heard of and understand what they are, so... <laughs> I did always think Jumja sticks sort of tasted of tamarind. They look like they taste like tamarind. Oh, I love tamarind. Me, so. Tamarind's lush. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, so, so I, don't, I don't mind losing on this one. I don't know why that one comes there? Uh, okay, next round: Romulan ale versus Plomeek soup. This is the easiest hole in one I've ever seen. Go on. Plomeek Plomeek soup is canonically bland. Yeah, it's trash. Right, but aren't you curious? I try it, it is? but I. Because it has no, such a reputation. No, right. I'm not, not the way Pike makes it. Not the way Captain Pike makes it. Yeah, but no one ever will. No one ever will. Really I would eat it. I would eat yeah, Captain David. Pike's plumbing soup. Uh, by the way, the, se the seeds are randomized. So. Yes. so the thing about Romulan ale it is on good authority that that shit will fuck you up. And it is actually illegal. But that's what you, you want. You can't. Yeah, no, exactly. You can't get it. You can't. You, you have to go via fed, you know, various it's laws. Illegal. You have to break law yeah. to get it. That makes me want it more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's absinthe. It's basically absinthe. It is, yeah. It's, oh it's my god, it's going to turn you blind. It makes you hallucinate Klingons. Can I get a book about, like, about Federation Bohemians who just go blind and die because they won't stop drinking from the nail? <laughs> Where's the Henry Toulouse de Lautrec of Star Trek? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have synthetic livers in the future, so you can just, you know, yeah. abuse and reuse. 
Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Everyone gets an artificial liver. Like an, uh, Picard got the artificial heart. You just take heart. a pill. Yeah, that's true. That's you right. can regrow a kidney with a pill. You can probably regrow your liver with a pill. It's true, actually. Yeah, you can abuse that shit. Some kind of pill didn't they, um... regrows your liver. <laughs> didn't they um, regrow um, O'Brien's like rotator cuff like 20 times as well because he kept on fucking it up through kayaking? I feel like they did that. I feel like he was the test bed for that whole medical procedure. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if he didn't keep fucking up his, ankle, his, like, his shoulder while doing it wrong. All right. So we have a few seconds left. What do you think Romulan ale tastes like? Because I'm gonna guess there's a incredibly aromatic. I bet you it like clears your sinuses. I bet you, you mm. get hit when it kind of like yeah, yeah, like a kind of like peppermint sort I of like minty. refreshing. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking yeah, yeah, like drinking Vic. Yeah, I think absinthe. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I bet also maybe a bit of like a blueberry or raspberry. Maybe yeah. just because it's blue. No, no, I uh, no, no. I know exactly what it tastes like. WKD blue. <laughs> oh my god! We're trying to sell people on this. Oh, not sorry. Turn well, it's away. okay because it's already one. There's already one. <laughs> oh. Next poll up in chat, folks. Uh, okay, this is the last one in the initial categories. Gah versus the TOS food cubes. I'm sure your childhood anecdotes. When I like when I was first watching this show on 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 TV in the 80s, I would make ramen, drain off the broth. And then pour a sauce on it and eat it with my hands. Yes. Like it was gawk because because oh of tea. Oh my god, you nerd. Uh, yeah. Yeah, more power to you. I might still do that, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that tonight. <laughs> Guess what? You could eat worms right now if you're so inclined. But like TOS food cubes, like, are they just like like bland and they well, they make you feel full? Have you been playing? Or are they like right. those Wonka meals? No, no, I assume they're like the, the Wonka things where like you eat that chewing gum you eat that's like an entire meal in one. I assume it's like that. Have you played, have you, if you've not played Starfield, have you seen their cubed uh, things in there? Basically, no. they've got <laughs> lo loads of, uh, they've got this whole chain of restaurants that serve food in cubes, like cubed fried eggs, cubed like, uh, other things, cubed things like that. It, they look I'd like the that. exact same analytical Honestly. thing as like Minecraft cubes. So they're all like, it kind of looks collectible. And that's probably the most attractive thing about Starfield to me. Because it's like, I want to try these cubes. These look awesome. There's something chunks. Thank you, very chunks. aesthetically. Yeah, there's something very aesthetically pleasing about a good cube. <laughs> okay, like it's like you can just like off as much as you want. You know, it's right, like okay. you get the perfect portion. Okay. When you got jelly, right, you get that little packet of jelly that you make yourself, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you ever pull one off yeah. and just eat it? Like straight off? Yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I felt really, really bad when I did. <laughs> to be clear, Shy, would you would you rather try Gok or a food cube? I completely try Gok. I mean look, I love astronaut ice cream as much as the next guy. But <laughs> Gok you. is like a a unique interesting exotic food that has apparently lots of like levels in how good it can be food cubes are do just consistent think, you know do, do you think there's the italian yeah, equivalent of 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 uh, a gach chef out there who sees people just like making it and just putting like a jar of sauce and going no you can't do that you have to swell it the, you have to pick up the oh my god it's like, it's like no don't 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 break the worms <laughs> Yeah, no, I want a TikTok of like a Klingon chef watching someone make gah, and then he's just like, "You are you are boiling it for too long. What is this? Where have you yeah. sourced your gah?" In fact, yeah, I'm gonna do Uncle Roger, Klingon Uncle Roger. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Please Why? Please. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> 
Okay, on to the semi-finals, where I think we need to... Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Aldebaran Whiskey versus Jun Jumja Sticks. Okay. One minute poll, uh, so vote quickly. By the way, it's pronounced uh, Aldebaran. Aldebaran. Aldebaran let, let me blow your mind. Sticks. Dip the Jumja Stick into the whiskey. Mm, sweet whiskey? It's a stir. It's a good stir. Jumbo Stick yeah. must be a great... Yeah, but aren't they stir. massive? They're like, they're like, you know, big as your head. Yeah, you, that's why you eat most of the Jumja Stick, and then you start stirring. What? I, I got a, I got a side with Shy in this one. You have a billion sweets to choose from in the galaxy. I want to try, dude. If Guining keeps it on hand, it's got to be the good true. stuff. I want to try Aldebaran whiskey. Yeah, but the thing is, in terms of like track alcohols, it goes Romulan ale, and then it goes that one thing. What was it? The Akamarian Sunset, yeah, the one that like evaporates in your mouth. That's the oh, one I want. That seems like a waste. That's a good one. You know, I, I but think it's probably delicious though. I think Romulan Ale is overrated because of the, the fact that it's banned. People want to try it more. Like, it's the forbidden drink. But Aldebaran whiskey is allowed everywhere, and it's still delicious. So okay. But think... we have, we know for a fact, that canonically speaking, the Romulan Ale is good enough that when Kirk took, like, one drink, he went... <laughs> and he's like, it's good enough to make Kirk do that? Like, come on. <laughs> Uh, Aldebaran whiskey is straight through. Okay, uh, final semi-final: Romulan ale versus the TOS food cubes. All of them. I think the TOS food cubes this is kind of cheating because no that's like all the flavors, isn't it? <laughs> you'd you'd want to yeah. try well, that. We, uh, do we know? Like, is each cube a different flavor, well, different or colors. are they just? I wouldn't imagine they'd make. Maybe they are different flavors. <sighs> They must be. Mm. They can't be that bland. They can't I, be that I, I always assumed that they were like the Wonka, uh, Wonka yeah, gum, yeah. where like it's like an entire meal. I assumed it was like that, but maybe they're not. Maybe it's like do if you take a one... handful of food cubes and just shove okay. it in your mouth, then you get a full meal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove my theory that TS food cubes are bad for you. They're actually terrible. They're, okay. uh, they're bad because McCoy even comes through on one episode and gives Kirk a plate of salad and says, you need to eat better. Stop eating those trash cubes. <laughs> eat this plate of salad instead. And he's like, I want my cubes. Eat the trash cubes. Yeah, yeah. But what That's if like, I want the trash cubes? They're not, they're not good for I you. They're, the it, they're just all fat and flavor, I think. Well, you mean like pizza? <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but... I had to make these for a, a, a short film once, and I just dipped like square marshmallows into a... Nice. Oh, that's, that's small, actually, yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, but now I that's what I think food. But I think food cubes taste like just like marshmallows, <laughs> so it doesn't appeal to me as a full meal. Okay. Final round. Quick vote. <laughs> you can tell who's on this podcast. Uh, Aldebaran whiskey versus yeah. Romulan ale. Yeah. <laughs> Shay's right. We are lushes. We are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. Oh, okay. So it's down to the drinks. It's Romulan ale. Is it? Like, it's it, it's, it's got a cool Romulan bottle as ale. well. Yeah. Yeah, the bottles are beautiful. Dude, yeah. Aldebaran whiskey. See, if you green. put so if you put Saurian brandy in here, that's got yeah, great Saurian brandy. That's yeah. good shit. That's made by dinosaur people. That's how you know it's good. We we got to save something for the Tyrian uh, butter zone sessions. Uh, sure. <laughs> Not to mention, here's the thing, right? Romulans live their entire lives with secrets and doing awful, like morally bankrupt things. Therefore, by definition, their alcohol must be amazing because they've got brick drown their sorrows. Yeah, it's true. The, the seedier you are as a culture, the better your alcoholic beverages. Guess what? That's why the Dude. British have plenty of good alcohol. You, you don't see anyone in, in you don't see anyone in the twenty three hundreds drinking Bud Light. All right, it's Aldebaran whiskey <laughs> and Romulan ale. Actually, actually, didn't they do that in yeah. uh, 09? They did. Kirk asked for a Bud Light. Yeah. Heineken, wasn't oh, it? Oh God, no, oh, we'll like, on oh, no. that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Guess what? Well, a, a Nero caused a, a, a ripple back through time that meant that Bud Light survived. No, it's because the development of better alcohol didn't occur because it was all placed <laughs> towards developing. Logo Cola. We'll do yeah, that yeah. One too well, the oh, winner yeah. is... The winner is, outstandingly, Romulan Ale is the best Star Trek food that our community would most like to try out of this list of eight uh, beverages and confectionery items. Highly selected. That was a lot Even of fun. Even if it's just like a little glass, I would want to try. Oh, yeah. Even, and you Absolutely. know I don't drink that much. I would want to try Romulan Ale. How many times did we peak our mic in the last half hour? <laughs> Quite a lot. We got really screwed <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Sorry, someone's shouting. No, I love it. Yeah, look, we, we drink blue Gatorade for a reason. So that's because we like the color blue. It's because we like yeah. we want to try Romulan Ale. <laughs> <laughs> True. Secretly, for all because, shy knows. Because blue Gatorade is banned in the Federation. <laughs> So I'm just enjoying the random trigger thing. <laughs> Is Romulan Ale secretly a conspiracy, a plot, a ploy to start a war? Anyway. Get drunk enough and you'll start a war. <laughs> anyway, I believe it's time for us to wrap up. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us on uh, this uh, auspicious occasion. We will be back. What are we doing next week? Are we doing games next week, Stars? Is that, is that, is that we time? We might be doing a game, yes. Are we? Oh, in... oh hang on. Hello? Oh. Oh, X-Men. Nice yes, we are. We will be playing uh, Star Trek Elite Force 2, well, the third part, next week. So come and join me in Stars for that. Uh, I believe I'm going to try and rally these guys around on Sunday for another watch-along for a Trek Trek, but we'll see what happens. Uh, so keep an eye on the Discord for that. Uh, any final words, gentlemen? Anything uh, you want to support? SAG-AFTRA wise? <laughs> keep, keep striking, shy. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and I was in negotiation yesterday. Okay. I was giving cranky time for the mariachi. We will be back uh, next week. Keep an eye on the channel. Subscribe to the Discord. All that stuff. And live long and prosper. And we'll see you later. Ta-ra. I'm buying the drinks. Oh, uh, I, I can't make it. Charlie Nan? Oh no, no. Charlene's roommate, Betty Sue. Another Southern girl. I'm a sucker for Southern hospitality. You know what? Mackie just said something real interesting. You used to be a narc. I also used to be your age. I don't know. Somehow I just can't picture it. You with long hair, a beard, a purse, and doing Serpico. Listen, Junior, I had a three-piece gray flannel suit, had short hair, made a point of being clean-shaven. For undercover? Most of my busts were dentists, stockbrokers, and advertising execs. With your sorry wardrobe, I'm surprised you even owned the suit, let alone a three-piece gray flannel. I didn't say own, Romano. I rent it. Thank you.